0: Hi, I'm Christopher Priest, I'm the writer of Deathstroke for DC Comics, and you're listening to 11 O'Clock Comics.
1: Wow, it's popping one open. Is that a white a claw, or is that one of them nice fancy IPAs?
2: This isn't an IPA, actually.
1: Oh boy, what is it? It's a lager. It's, uh, lagers good.
2: Yeah, um, they don't offer lagers. I mean, so far on the two months I've been on this app, they, there's been like two lagers, but I ordered four of them because I generally like lagers. One. This is yeah. the first one. It's a Noble Ale Works it's called uh, Lager Fresh. Fresca, like I, I got,
1: yeah, it's pretty neat. It's good.
2: good for you. Enjoy uh, those beautiful of cans. Like it's relatively
1: mundane. Well, wow, a nice looking can is just the icing on the cake. True, I mean, true. seriously, they sh- you could put it in a nondescript can. It could be like, say, Heady Topper. You don't care what, but the can looks great. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. if the beer's as good as that and it's in like a nondescript can, whatever. Oh, Vinny told me to tell you that your team got beat by the Washington football team. He said that's tell him, uh, that. tell, him,
2: tell him two two weeks ago called and it once it's news back.
1: <laughs> he says that's pretty bad when you get beat by a, a football team that's called the Washington Football. team. Oh,
2: we're we're it's an absolute abject disaster. The yeah. season couldn't have started worse.
1: <laughs> He's just kidding though. He said then tell him I'm just kidding.
2: Yes. Tell him it's, now I'm going to call him any deadbeats.
1: <laughs> that's great. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> hey everybody, we are not dead. It's 11 o'clock comics, episode 698, the book of the month, y'all, and I am Vince B.
3: You are Vince B, and I am
2: David A. Price. And that's true, and I'm Everett K. Ross.
1: Oh, you're Michael J. Fox, in other right? words. <laughs> yeah.
2: All-tall all tall
1: version. Yeah, you, you're the thing that was put into in the story to reach the the readership is what it was which yes, is good yes. which is good yes. because you're not Everett you're Jason Wood everybody here on this book of the month and uh where do you go when you want to get low prices on your favorite comic books and and essentials from the previews catalog I was going to say bric-a-brac but that's not exactly Trashy. I don't know yeah I don't like either one of those Mm-hmm. Uh, stuff, let's just call it stuff tchotchkes, yeah,
0: that
1: tchotchkes. no, trivial trivializes the things it's not good, I don't like it but anyway, where do you go when you're looking through the previous catalog and you say hey, this looks like something I'd like to order where do you go to get the absolute lowest price on that thing that you're pointing at on the page well, it's discount comic book service dcbservice.com gets you everything from that previous catalog at a fraction of the price listed therein from DC, the amazing world of Superman, tabloid edition, hardcover. Call your family, tell them it's coming, people. Nineteen ninety-nine cover price? Nope, you're not going to pay that. You are going to pay nine dollars and ninety-nine cents. Do the math. It's, I can even figure it out. That's fifty percent off. From Marvel, some guy named Jack Kirby in the seventies went back to Captain America, and oh boy, did he! 193 to 214, annual 3-4, and the Marvel's Treasury Special, Captain America's Bicentennial Battles. Wouldn't you know it was just around the the Bicentennial year, which was 76, in case you're stupid. uh, 568 pages. This thing is $100. But you're not going to pay that. You're going to pay 50, again, half off. Bringing up the rear, but never in our hearts from boom, with an exclamation point. It's a first issue of a six-issue miniseries. It's called "Origins" from Clay Chapman and art by Jacob Rebelka. This looks pretty damn good. I like what I saw, and I bet if you did too, you' will want to order this, and you can have it for not 3.99, as it says on the cover, but a that's 50 percent off. See, DCBS customers just reap the rewards of all the savings every single month. DCBService.com. Go. Don't believe me. Just go there and you'll see DCBService.com. But wait a week because the list of specials is not up yet. Because <laughs> the previews just came out.
3: Just came out. Yeah, they got to sleep.
1: 24 hours old.
3: Yep. It's at the DC Connect.
1: That's a- and I will say it. <clears throat> I'm saying it now and I'm standing behind it. The current status quo of both Red Sonia and Vampirella is Jay Lee. Okay, I love how he draws. Even both the of red
3: Sonia. I mean, I like the way he draws. Oh red Sonya, God, yeah, the red
1: Sonia over Vampirella. Yeah, I like both versions, but his his Sonia. There's something about it. Uh, he he just he commands attention. I like that he's not going the Lindsner. Like I like the Lindsner route. I like the buxom <laughs>
0: yeah, red
1: Sonia. That's what I think. Of. No, Jay J- Lee draws her uh, pixie thin, and I love it.
3: Yes, which yeah. is, and which is a a really good look it's just not what i envision when i think of red Sonia. but but his vampirella i think is is near spot on well his vampirella is very thin too right that's what i'm saying so i mean it's his style his vision of her is for my eyes is 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 more fitting to that character i like his i like his Sonia a lot it's 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 a different take on a character and, and when I see other artists, those are the ones that I compare to to Frank Thorne or, or Machine and things like that. Yeah. Well the only bad thing about doing that is when you comp-
1: when you get Frank Thorne, Frank Thorne's red Sonya is every Frank Thorne woman ever.
3: That's true. Lan. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's it's the the, the model for Sonya was the model for almost every one of his the only one that doesn't fit is Ribbit. Only because she was like, yeah. like Moonshine McJuggs. That's the same body type, you know. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, i
3: taking it back.
1: Yeah, sorry, but anyway, DCBService.com. But a boom, go there. Nice. Yes. How are y'all doing? Wonderful. Yeah, it's you need great. to get closer to the mic, my friend. I don't know. Who's the the You, the cavernous great room, or wherever you're That's at. I'm not it's, in the great room.
2: I'm in the TV room. Well, you got
1: to get closer because you, we can't hear you. The north, south, east, west
2: one. I don't yep. know what to tell you, dude. It's the same setup as always. I, like, I can't be any closer to the mic.
1: See, this is good because you lead into it. It's, it's like chasing lanes in front of you. You went, what? And you leaned into uh-huh. it. But <laughs>
2: pre... Yeah, but it's uncomfortable to do this, though. Well,
1: hey, you got to sacrifice for your art, my I friend. to say, right? Just like,
2: <laughs> this was easy. Anybody beat the ball. Seriously. You know? Every person on the earth has a podcast now, so. It's true. I, it's it, true. Is, so.
1: it is. Um, so, yes, we have gathered here today to talk about what? The Book of the Month. It wasn't even close this month. No. No. We, uh, what we do is, in case you don't know, we solicit our patrons from our patreon site patreon.com forward slash 11 o'clock comics and we give them a list of 11 things and we say yo the book of the month's coming up and you're gonna pick what it is because we value your opinion that much and this just so happened to be dap's birthday month so he picked them all All and um it happens once a year the um the winner was by a landslide a third of the votes Went to the winner. But there was some bringing up the rear with 18%. Uh, The Punisher, welcome back, Frank. And uh, let's see. Next up was Brat Pack, which was nice to see. People must hate Jason. That's the only reason (laughs) why that that got 13% of the votes. Uh, Next would have been neat. Booster Gold, the big fall, got 12% of the votes. But number one, and by an overwhelming amount of people, Voted f- 29% voted for Black Panther by Christopher Priest, the complete collection, volume
3: one. This was, uh, it was a, um, and, and the winner didn't hit the ground running and lead straight towards first place from the start. It, it, um, there were, there were a couple of things that were neck and neck in first and second place for a while, starting with, um, Welcome Back, Frank, and, booster gold and then things started lovingly out a bit more people started voting i think people even changed their votes and 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 again and, yeah there are a they lot had to people will vote because they figured they don't want to waste their vote on something that is not going to win and they, and and therefore they, they'd rather put their vote that they lean towards something that is in the majority and 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 has a better chance of winning and um and we haven't really had I don't think we've had a massive landslide over over the years we've been doing this. We have had a couple of instances where, of the 11, one thing may not have gotten any votes at all. Um, but this was, I, I, I think this was a, I mean, the, the thing that got the least amount of votes, Vincent and I already talked about earlier this month, so I mean, that that's fine. Which that
1: makes no sense to me, that Superman... Matter, especially
3: after you hear us talk about it, how
1: do right. you not like, Superman Panic in this guy got 1% and I'm looking at this list and I'm thinking okay they gave mm, 3% to Global Frequency in my mind I don't I mean Global Frequency's good but Panic in this guy's better right and okay. uh, Clandestine Classic 7% you know
3: what? what we can we can download the results and I, and you and I'll find out who I'll tell you Who voted for Panic in the Sky will give them something special. We
1: will. But I think (laughs) I I propose that we make a new rule. If a book has been put on the potential candidates for the book of the month more than five times and hasn't won, you retire it for six months.
3: Oh, that's fine. Yeah, that's
2: fine. I I like that. Sure. Yeah, because, I mean,
1: we're going to see books eventually getting book of the month just because they've been on for so long. And people are gonna be like, "Would you please yeah. vote oh, for yeah, Flaming yeah, Care?" yeah, sure. Yeah.
2: By the way, I just ordered a microphone stand. What's that? <gasps> oh, holy shit!
1: Oh my god! No more farting what what leather this It's completely shit. It took, Seriously, well, it
2: took twelve years, but I just did it.
1: Holy Who is shit. this? Who is this?
2: Who even is this?
1: Really, I don't even I don't know, know
2: you. I'm in a good mood. We get to talk about fucking Priest Black Panther. I mean, what, all right,
1: like, let's do it. So, yeah, the winner, as we said, by a. Uh, uh, stupid amount of votes was black panther by christopher priest the complete collection volume one which contains 17 issues
0: yeah
2: now now i mean timing is everything i i don't i don't keep a strict audit dap would have the best memory for this but this has been on the list before um i know that at least yes. once or twice
3: at le- yeah yeah at least once yeah
2: has it so cer yeah so so certainly the the passing untimely passing of chadwick Bozeman made this the I think the spiritual choice, people felt like, you know, if not Mm. now, when type of thing. Oh, you're going to go that route. What do you mean? Well, I mean, it's true.
1: The untimely, that could have, with him, his passing being in the the zeitgeist, so to speak, yes, it could have influenced people. But then if you're not i mean it almost makes you compelled to say oh this was amazing just because you don't want to overshadow the the passing of chadwick bolt you know what i mean like you're influencing our opinion of it by couching it from that perspective
2: um well i i i, I genuinely believe it won by the margin it did because of his passing so I, I, okay yeah <laughs> so it's, i mean and that's not again
3: it's it's it, it's 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 not like we've been. It's not like we've been teasing that priest was going to be on the episode. It's not like we've been teasing, right. you know, anything else going on, anything that would have. Um, it's not like there was this, the the Black Panther movie, the sequel was coming out anytime soon, so we could tie it all in. This, I think, this this definitely was a um, a heartfelt, a sentimental vote, which is which is fine. I mean, it's it, but it wouldn't be on the list if if I didn't think we would enjoy discussing it. it if if and this is the second time the first time was, was was a year ago this month um so it it's it's took a year but we're finally talking about it but it, it it's um it's not that's not that's not a slight and i don't think and and i think especially our patrons but but i think most of our listeners know that uh if if they voted for it and, and it's their first time reading it and they got the issues from Comicsology because 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 they were giving them away and if they didn't you know if they start reading what what ross how, how ross react how ross is in the comic or um or if this is not the uh the Okoye or 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 nakia that, that they know from the movie. you know there could be things that they're like yeah i i thought it was going to be different it this wasn't this wasn't as solid as i thought it was going to be there they can judge it review it give us their opinion of it and and i know that it won't be they wouldn't sugarcoat it just because, um you know, they they would feel that they they owe yeah. it to Chadwick, or or they feel some kind of way if they didn't. It, it's we're we're going to talk about it as as we feel about it, and again, it's on the list because I read it years ago. Jason's read it years ago, and and has read it since then. Jason read uh, Vince read it years ago, and and so it's not. We we all have fond memories of it in some form or another. So. um I'm going to enjoy going down memory lane with this, but if, if, you know, if, if, if someone read this for the first time thinking they were getting a version of Black Panther from the movies in the comic, they're, they're going to be a tad mistaken there. There's obviously aspects of priest run in the movie, no doubt, but, um but, it's not necessarily again the MCU is basically the ultimate version of of the heroes anyway but this is not um this is this is its own thing this is it it it's also of it, of its time it's very much of its time from the late 90s so um there's we 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 can discuss that as well but yeah no it's it's it deservedly won I'm glad it won we'll um we're going to have a good time with this
1: I need to fine tune your comment there a little bit when you no, said no when you said you read it Jason read it Vince read it back in the day Vince bought ten
3: issues back in the day and read two of them
1: see because oh, okay.
3: now let's see the last time you when Vince when Vince when Jason asked if you had read it I you said yes when it originally came out I yeah. took that to mean you read more than two issues no I,
1: yeah. no I, I I bought the like 10 maybe 11 issues. I read issues 1 and 2, maybe some of 3. I don't know. Um but I just I, I it didn't it didn't click like the other Marvel Knights books clicked with me.
3: Sure. I
1: get it. Uh so um I mean and I love Tex. But yeah. uh once yeah. once Tex
2: took a back seat which and, is-
3: in the fourth issue, it's like it, it's yeah. We'll, we'll first get first to off. that.
2: I mean, oh. we'll get to that. I have strong feelings about the art. Yeah,
1: um, I love Jusco, but
2: yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, he no, he shows I mean, let's, up strong, let's but not, let's not bury the lead, I, right? I, let's I not think bury the entire segment worth talking about the art in this in right this series. So but I, so,
1: so I read two and then uh, or two and a quarter and then just quickly turned around what I bought and sold it.
2: Damn. Yeah. Hmm.
1: So all the fond memories you guys have of the priest run, I don't have them because I haven't read it. It's remarkable.
3: I, I think. Well, well, I mean,
2: normally I would I would start off by asking it when we all read it, but it sounds why like pretty established that. Tap, and I read it off the shelves.
3: No, yeah. no, no. Oh, you didn't. I did not read it off the
2: shelves because oh. I. Um, oh, was this your time when you weren't doing the comics?
3: Sort of, because I was. I, I I was there for um for Punisher, and and I guess I either they were out of. I didn't. I realized Black Panther was a book by Priest after it had already started, so um, I never went and looked for the issues. I won the entire. I, w- I was I was on a Priest binge off of eBay, and and I won. I a couple of them I won. A couple of them I did the buy it now. But it was it was Priest. It was the it was Black Panther. It was the Ray. It was Quantum and Woody. I mean anything that everything except like Justice League Task Force, anything that Priest had written since I'd been away. I went back and just snagged off of eBay. And, and that's when I got all the issues and, and, you know, people do say it's the priest from, but, it, but it's, there are there are like two issues from the entire 60 or so that, that priest did not write. Um, kind of like, you know, Garth with the Punisher, there were a couple of issues that had to deal with a cab driver that, that, and it's didn't write, but, and, and so obviously they're not part of the complete Garth collection for, for the Punisher. But yeah, this, I mean, but for all intents and purposes, it is the Christopher Priest run of Black Panther. But I, I didn't read it until, um, 2005, six, maybe okay. it, it, Yeah, it took, it took, it took me a minute.
2: Okay. Wow. That's a rarity when I'm when I'm yeah. the only one that read it off the shelves. That's yeah, that's that's unusual. Hmm. Well,
1: yeah, I mean for ten issues I bought it. You know, I was really feeling the Marvel Knights line. Yeah,
2: uh, the. Oh, but that speaks to how much you must not have felt this because, like you said, you read two and a half issues and bounced.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I, you know what? To be honest, uh, the 1998 me did not have the patience uh, necessary to mm-hmm. to let this story uh, sink in. I'll be honest, I didn't. I was more – I I was loving the indie stuff and I was not all that receptive to – I don't want to say I wasn't receptive, but I didn't consider that maybe there were other uh, things out uh, extant in the world that uh, didn't care whether uh, I was a part of it. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it was too hip-hop, it was too street, it was too, like, I, I didn't, uh, uh, to be honest with you, there was a lot of it I just didn't understand.
2: Sure. Yeah. Sure.
1: And I just, but uh, I do say, like, I, I, one of the things, before we get into the, the, the talk of the the actual story, one of the things that really bothers me, and it's because it's extremely misleading, is the fact that Christopher Priest... And mark texiera are uh they're attributed the uh the honor of scribes in this thing, and yet Joe Casadas, is a storyteller like can can you define what exactly Joe Casadas is doing besides uh, layouts uh,
3: no I don't even think he's doing layouts it it's what's he doing then it's, well, i mean we we we're all aware and when I say we i mean the three of us but but for any listeners who do not know the Marvel Knights line was designed. For Joe Quesada and Jimmy Palmiati to have an imprint with the Marvel Universe, they um, they they were working on Ash with their with their own line, Event Comics, and um, they Marvel Bob Harris, whoever tapped them to um, take some characters that weren't being used um, and kick them in the pants and 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 give them life and. I don't know why um maybe Joe's just had a an affinity for Black Panther and that's why his name is I think maybe he was he was maybe doing um the the plots or or, or priests was maybe bouncing ideas off him and and uh but but Joe and Jim which is why Joe and Jimmy are the editors of the first of of Black Panther, The Punisher, um uh um damn it, what were the others? daredevil um
1: yes and um uh, four wasn't it the marvel Knights four the fantastic no because
3: that came later because that they, they, they did spider-man with that too but but there were so 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 um they 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 took then they got kevin smith to do daredevil and and yeah and already discussed but future. i mean not
1: having the, the luxury of google and you shouldn't need to google something that's in in print Right, the fact that it says Joe Casada storytelling that should either be not be there or it should be explained what exactly he did, because mm-hmm. we're we're reading this in a, in book form, right? I think that does a disservice to to, to Priest and Texera, because what exactly did Casada do? We don't even know. We can assume or we can postulate and guess, right? But as far as the actual storytelling, I'm thinking this is Christopher Priest's ba- baby, right? I, well, it's I called consider. the priest run, right? I mean, right. It's so a yeah. that's just weird that Casada mm-hmm. is, is is attributed the the rank of storytelling. Uh, could you be any more vague? I don't know. I just I just mm-hmm. see that on the on the credits, and it's like I just don't even understand why that's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got a guy's name on the cover, but this guy's called the storyteller, and I like Joe. I think Joe's great, but give credit where it's due. If this is Christopher yeah. Priest's story in a nutshell then I would take that off Mm
2: -hmm. but whatever now this is uh, for there's lots of ways people could have read this but I'm assuming most people read it if you have it in paper form or even on Marvel Unlimited or Comixology probably read the Black Panther Complete Collection Volume 1 which is uh, 17 issues and um, I'm pretty sure uh, in fact I'm almost 100% 100% sure that I sent this uh very 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 same trade to a patron in the last round of uh care oh, Nice. Look at you. Very nice. Cuz I have the issues. So I figured yeah. why, why, you know. Yeah. Um and the cover uh really I think tells an important story here, which is it, it's it, it says Priest Teixeira, Evans Jusco Manly Bright Voludo, hmm. And um yeah. you know, we'll get to it, but I, I as I said, I read this coming off the shelves. I, I'd reread it some time ago, uh, but I, I had forgotten how frenetic the art was. Yeah, um, and, and and even in in today's market, it would be problematic from a commercial standpoint. I, I can't imagine that that went over too well commercially um, back then, because it's it's one thing to have lots of different. We've talked about this a million times. It's one thing to have different artists on a book. In fact, these days, it's almost requisite. But to have, I think, stunningly different art styles every few issues is I I f I I'm it's 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 disappointing. It it didn't disappoint me here because I have already read it this series twice and liked the series so much because of the story that, that I but but as a analytical observer this time instead of just reading it as a fan, I I made the note several times and thought, wow, that this yeah, I, I don't know. Like I, and I thought to myself, well, for the people that are playing along to this episode and had never read this before but had heard us speak of it lovingly, I wonder if the startlingly different art styles throughout the, the, the volume were a turnoff for them because right. I, I would understand that. If, if, if I wasn't so close to the source material and didn't have such fond nostalgia for it, I, I think it would absolutely be something I cited as a, as a negative.
1: And there is a very big problem in the precedent that Tex establishes. Because he comes out of the gate super large. Like, I think the first issue is could be Tex's finest hour. Like that double page spread with, uh, the, the text and the, the, the Wakandans fighting the, the, uh, the marsh dwellers and the tribesmen. Like, I think that spread is amazing. And, and Tex comes out and he's showing you his dick. He's like, this is how big it is. Look at it. I'm a player. I'm huge. And then he, what is text on like the first four or four. five issues? Four. four. And then he goes away. And it's like, that's a major problem to, to have a guy that is this visually accomplished, uh, you know, on a massive scale. And then it just, you hand it off to someone else. Like, no, that's not why I came here. I came to see Tex dominate. And that's what he did for four issues, but then it goes away. You know, so yeah, I think it is, there is a problem in the the shifting artist roles in this thing
2: yeah, it's interesting because you you, you talked to Vince about how a lot of people may understandably read this and then be uh do their best um Kevin Hart with the fuck face because it's very different than the marvel uh film cinematic stuff and and I think one of the reasons it's so different is 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 the style guide that that Tex sets up. Sure. Um, you know, I mean, not not for most notably, I think with uh, with the way he draws uh, Okoye and Nakia. I mean, right? He, he, they're they're both in micro mini red, uh, you know, almost like porn star dresses with long hair and very Caucasian features. Um, and, and I. I gotta tell you, like I don't, I didn't remember that specifically. Actually, like I didn't remember them being that. But I, and and this is maybe kind funny coming from a white dude, but it kind of bothers me that Tex drew them so Caucasian looking. Like, especially given who they're supposed to be. Like I, I, I don't know. I found it, I found it a, a off. Like I, I felt like he drew them like two Playboy playmates that he had photo ref for, and and just gave them caramel colored skin instead of Caucasian skin. Like, I think their features are not, are not in any way appropriate to what, and like an, a, a, an African woman from, you know, from like, a, a from that area would have looked like. So I don't know. I mean, I don't Daph, I don't know if you had a thought about, it, but like, like the, I think it's the long hair too. And like the facial features, it's just very, very Caucasian looking to me.
3: It, it basically if when, when this becomes a, um, an essential in black and white, you, you wouldn't necessarily know that they were supposed to be, um, from an african tribe. The um yeah, it's it's they are they I mean there are some features that do distinguish them from Everett's boss Nikki, but still it's it's yeah, they are not um they T'Challa's stepmother um is more comes off looking more like Angela Bassett uh sure. Then you know, then, then 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 yes, then then the Dormelage look like um that they would be um from another country.
1: Um Well wait. Christopher Priest had to have seen these going in, right? Yes. Uh um, well, I'm
2: not saying it's inappropriate. I'm just saying I'm I'm I think it was of the time. I, I think that there wasn't as much of a focus on, on
0: uh, right. But what I'm on, saying on, is,
1: if the writer of the piece didn't agree with the visual depiction of two of his characters, don't you think he would have said something? Like they're um, too white, dude. You know,
2: like I, I don't know, dude. It, this was a different time. I don't know that that was the kind of thing you would even think you had capacity to talk about. Hmm. Like, I, 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 like I'd be totally guessing one way or the other. I, I, I have no idea. Like, the Christopher Priest of 2020 would say something, but I'd also like to think the Mark Teixeira of 2020 would draw them differently. Like, in my mind, it's just a case of he wasn't – there wasn't – I mean, let's be honest. I mean, characters in comics for the vast majority of comics' existence were not drawn to be anything other than the perfect depiction of what a white man's fantasy looks like, right? And I'm Mm -hmm. talking about everything from from waistline to bust size to – height to facial features to cheekbones. I mean, and that's because the audience was largely white guys. Like I, I'm, so I'm not, again, I'm not casting aspersions into saying like, how dare he? I'm saying I just was right. It just shows you about how, when you read something at a different time in your life, I, I, am sure I've read this twice before and I don't remember it as being an issue for me. So it just, it speaks more to the way I'm looking at comics and storytelling now. Right. And try, and, and, and I'm like, now I'm like, Oh, th- these really aren't what I would think to be appropriate looking women for who they're supposed to be um that thought never crossed my mind the first two times i read the series so yeah you know it's more reflection about where i am now in 2020 than than anything the um
3: there there are when i was when i first started working um at well, when i first started working where i am and, and and i had the night shift and there was a lot of downtime um i spent a lot of time at DigitalPriest.com, which is Priest's website. And he takes no problem, has no problem. Um, there's no bones about his life in comic books. Uh, he's got pages where he he discusses his time with DC, working with the Milestone founders and being a Milestone founder, working with Marvel Knights, being a Spider-Man editor, the first African-American editor for Marvel. and And he... He goes into great detail on a lot of things, and there there are sections on Black Panther, and the and 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 going through that site, um, and the site needs to be updated because it there's a big banner that says you know this site is best used with Internet Explorer, but (laughs) the uh, um, and when I first started going like back in two thousand one, like MIDI would start playing. I'm like, why is there music? Where the fuck? And I I was like, stop. But the um, uh, basically Joe and Jimmy called priest and and wanted him to do this book so so they they bounced ideas back and forth so, so to answer vince's question about storytelling this seems to be from an idea from joe casada and and priest is running with it they they want and 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 apparently priest is trying to shoot him down and 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 really didn't want to be the black writer writing a black character and and um they 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 wore him down or he came around but but this is what we got but he that the, he he does talk about Priest, uh, he talks about text, text process with with the art, how how um, the painterly look with, with with the gray washes, how how that was time consuming, which is why it was slowing him down, which is why he wasn't able to go beyond the fourth issue uh, for them to keep maintaining a, a monthly schedule. Um, so so it, it basically, if, if after you've read after you've read the entire Priest run uh, or even just this volume. Uh, if you have questions, then um, then I would definitely hit Priest's site. So this way you can get it right from right from the man himself, and and um, and he's also he was for a while. I haven't been on there recently, but 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 he's he's open to comments and the like. But um, so yeah, there may be things that we're going to ask that uh, that can be answered by by visiting his site, but. Um, at, it it doesn't look like he had any issue with the way Tex um envisioned the characters actually Nikki is um is a dead ringer for for nancy the managing editor who ends up being joe's wife in real life but but oh, nicky no is, is oh, yeah nice. it's, basi- it's basically nancy um and and he and originally um when when they were talking about the ideas for, for the book and what to do and, 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 you know, the whole coming to America kind of vibe. Um, and then priest was talking about the political aspects of it and the espionage and, um, but you can't just have him showing up. And, and I mean, and I think this was a great hook for the first issue because, you know, we're, we're, yeah, we're getting it from the stories being told by Everett K Ross and we're, you know, there's a reason why T'Challa has to come, to the states and comes to New York, and and it's not like we're not we're not in the middle of something. We're not we're not at Wakanda reading a story. It's like pre- Black Panther has to come to us, and now we're getting the story. And when um, and when just so
2: you know that that was pulled right out of the the, the headlines because, I mean, for for what, you, what you're speaking of specifically is the premise. The hook here is that uh, T'Challa has long long backed a a charitable organization. Uh, and there was a period of time where he was promoting it, and there was a famous picture of him holding a little girl in his arms. She, she kind uh-huh. of became the poster girl for the organization, and she's been murdered, and uh, he needs to come to the States to figure out what's going on because it's it's tainting his name and the charity and whatnot, and they're in the middle of a civil war uh, and, and, and refugee uh, issues in, in Wakanda at the time, but he feels it's important enough to come, and, and that was pulled right out of, um, for New York people, you may remember, I mean, the, the Covenant House, which was a prominent um, chair, uh, nonprofit, uh, sort of a a haven. It was supposed to be a haven for for it were kids, homeless kids, kids that were abused, and um, and and unfortunately, probably not surprisingly to those of us who have now become jaded to these things, uh, it ended up being a, a real den of iniquity where there were uh, just rampant sexual abuse, and um, you know the kids that they were supposed to be protecting were getting even treated worse than they would have in other situations. So um so I felt like it was very timely. I'm guessing priest was at least subconsciously motivated by that whole thing at the time.
3: I wouldn't be surprised. The um when it came to Ross um and to come up he 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 asked Joe and Jimmy what if we put that guy that that Chandler Bing into the series he could be the motormouth he could give voice to the skeptical readers and validate their doubts and fears about the series and best of all he could amplify the panthers mystery and overall enigma has his as his monologues would be at best a guess about Panthers' whereabouts and motives, and the guys loved the idea, and we started hammering away. The character's name was literally Chandler for the first couple of weeks until I settled <laughs> on an Alex P. Keaton vibe in Everett K. Ross. Most fans assumed him to be a one-off Michael J. Fox, um, but uh, Ross had appeared in KZAR number 17 as a warm-up of sorts, a run-through with the quick-witted sardonic half-pine. Who, uh, so, yes, yeah, so um, it, it text had him look a lot like michael j fox but it is matthew perry's character from friends that uh that, that gave priest the idea for him.
1: and i really appreciate the fact that he tries way too hard to uh instill himself in black culture he, he tries <laughs> he is i mean you know, i i know some people like that, like in that.
3: The first episode of Watchmen.
1: uh <laughs> You know, but like he he's down with all, the, and and he he'll make uh, allusions to things like, yeah, that's when Biggie did this, and that's so, all. Like, so you know what I mean. So he he tries exceedingly hard to to reveal his street cred when he doesn't really have any, right? Um, I gotta say, I think the premise is a little thin. The fact that a king mm-hmm. came left his country in a very uh dire time he opened up his country to be taken over by this this doctor reverend uh guy um heavy. yeah because a child died like and and zuri even says it at one point he's like heavy is the head that that wears the crown you know like sometimes you just can't do everything you he has many people under his employee, that he could have sent, but he did it himself, and I know yes. that that speaks to the man, but big picture, it was a stupid decision
3: no, but that's this and I know his no, country I, got I, I, taken I over yes but but as he points out, as he tells ross as 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 this arc as as the first year wraps up um this was all, he suspected that there was going to be an uprising. It was going to be. He had to put things in place to see if it would come to pass. And and I mean, he put his stepmother. And and I mean, she was for it. But but she, you know, she was, she she was at risk of 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 being harmed. She had to go along with the ploy. And and he, you know, they they make a point to let you know that Black Panther thinks a few few steps ahead. <laughs> of everyone else. And Yeah, he's and, grifting
2: the grifter. I mean, that's the mm, whole premise of the okay. art, right? And which
3: I mean, I read this and and it just it this is when when people want to argue, well, who is I feel I feel Black Panther is if if you want to play that game, that's Marvel's Batman because he is just he's constant, I mean, aside from the gadgets and the rich, but but he is he is constantly thinking ahead. He he's 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 playing out all the moves and and needs to make sure that that he can zig If he has to. And and it's it just it makes as 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 the series continues and you watch him and you see how deliberate he is and and where he seems he could be cold and aloof or or uncaring or willing to sacrifice someone. It's it's all part of of a greater
2: plan. Yeah, I mean, you're supposed to think in the beginning that he's getting played by a Yes, right. That a outplayed him, outfoxed him, set this whole thing in motion. Spent spent months, years working towards this end, this end goal, and, and was successful. And then you come to find out, as this as the arc goes along, nah, son. I mean, T'Challa was playing the player. He he, he 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 needed to get all this in motion so that he could nip it in the bud. But he saw it all coming, and and that's I think that's the whole. To me, that's the whole undercurrent of the story which is that priest is establishing as you said that i think not 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 coincidentally he this he is he is the marvel universe's batman he he's 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 the guy that's a badass and won't kill but he's completely absolutely calculating and on a whole nother level as a strategist yeah Um, far beyond any any of his peers including people like captain america and the like it's just he's he just sees the forest for the trees in a way that we the readers weren't supposed to see until until he until his until his plan came came to fruition. Yeah. um You know, you're supposed to see his stepmom in cahoots with a kebi and be like, "What the fuck?" and feel like that's an ultimate betrayal, like a backstab, right? And you're yeah. It, 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 so I I mean I I think that's probably to me the strength of the story really is is that is that priest I think successfully gets you to think that T'Challa has been trumped. And uh, no pun intended. And uh, and in fact, it's just the opposite.
1: Well, see, that's why a lot of Batman stories don't work for me, because mm. I I think that the the long game. Oh yeah, I knew everything. I, I knew it going in, and I just manipulated everybody around me to get to this end game. That's not fun to read <laughs> in in succession. When when is- when you have Batman. Second and third and fourth guessing everybody around him and you know the same thing with Reed Richards the massive contingency plans it's it's just not I don't know it's not I don't think it's enjoyable to read the Mm.
3: and and I I I don't disagree with you and and the thing with Batman especially if you know how many times I could see it being tiring after the umpteen time of taking on the Penguin and in Black Panther's case he's we're seeing these people for the first time in some degree but. he's his the people he goes up against kind of get away or just or we don't see so it's not like it's not the joker's not coming back every third month in black panther like they do in batman and and with um what also helps with black panther is that you know oh batman doesn't kill no and here black panther doesn't kill because he's a visitor to this land if we and 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 as ross says you know if back at back back home he'd probably have no problem skinning these gangbangers alive but he can't he shouldn't do he'd probably be in his rights to do it here but he won't and and he recognizes that he is he is only visiting and and he doesn't he can't um you know whether it's for um optics or, or or political reasons he's not he's not the type of person who will kill a gang man especially when he's when when he's trying to get them to do his dirty work
1: what issue was it that revealed uh the the big picture that panther was playing the play uh 10 or
3: 11 12 it was
1: 14 yeah, see, the first
2: first year
3: right see that's a
1: that's a lot to demand from your readers
2: Definitely. To, yeah, to, I, I, if your if your criticism is how this read as a monthly series, I I can only tell you I enjoyed it very much as, as a as, as reading it monthly. But I certainly understand the criticism that you have to be a fan of that kind of storytelling. Oh yeah, but it's not a criticism at all. I I I think. No, no. I think, I no, no, I
1: think uh, if if you want an assessment of the seventeen issues, I'll, I'll be glad to give them to you. I think the writing is wonderful. I think uh, Priest is is uh, uh, um, uh, uh, one of those master manipulators. He's he's extremely good, uh, uh, facile at what he does. He had me liking T'Challa, which is that's a big feat, right? Uh, how many people can identify with a king?
0: Mm-hmm. Seriously,
1: right? right? Um, I wish Tex was. More uh, prevalent on the on the seventeen issues, but what are you going to do, right? Um, ultimately, though, it's uh, I mean I don't dislike it. It doesn't make me want to do cartwheels either. It, it just features a character that that I, I have a hard time um, uh, meeting on an even keel because he's a king, right? And and because he's he's t- so. Uh, uh, plugged into the strategic role that he's, you know, X amount of steps in front of everyone, and it's just that th- this type of character for me is not interesting to read because is, he's he's
3: ultimately infallible. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Sure. And and he, and and that's and it's not because he I mean, he is pretty much the smartest guy in the room, but he's not. He he's he, he, he does come across infallible because. Because of how he does think, and 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 playing, you know, three D chess. and Everybody else is playing checkers. It's it's just right, right. There's there's and and that yes, that can be that can be grating, that can be annoying. Um, so the art has, has to be, be the hook for me. If
1: if uh, if, it the, if it features if it features a character that I have a hard time warming up to, the art has to be the draw. Texas art, on whenever he's in the forefront, that's the draw like then you got Jesco, and it's like uh, there's a couple panels in here that are
3: really good but mm. and and what, what what was what was great about this, so, so number 6 we get just like we get the Joe Jesco that we had on the Marvel trading cards like that's that, that yes. that's the painterly yeah. look and that's and then 7 and 8 he's he's getting assist he looks like he's just penciling yeah he's checked out from Jimmy and 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 the colors by by Evans and um and so it doesn't look like it did with issue six, um, and then I don't want to call them fill-in issues, but we get we get some issues by Mike Manley, and of course, and and as far as I'm concerned, Priest's number one cohort, Mark Bright, and then we get what I don't know. I again, I'd have to go back and read his website, but I don't know if maybe Sal was Sal Valuto was always the plan, or if um, if they were just Looking to get a regular pencil, and 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 they landed on Sal. Like maybe Sal just couldn't get there before the 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 thirteenth issue. But um, you know, it's it, it, we we it's the second year is when we get the the basically the regular ongoing creative team, and uh and and that's and that's the look I signed of um the Voluto almond. Run is is our team is is what I kind of associate. I mean, yes, as as great that that first issue cover with 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 Black Panther running up the side of the building that that's what you think you you think of Tex with those early issues maybe, but for me, when I think of Priest Black Panther, it's it's kind of the Voludo look that that yeah that
1: See, we get. Mm, Voludo's not a draw for me, man.
0: Just, oh I get it. I yeah. get it. No, no, yeah.
2: I, I agree. I don't I don't think I think Voludo is it is for those of you who haven't read this book or don't know, I mean Voludo I think best, best to describe him for you picture in your hand. I mean, he he just is a he's a and he's a nineties image clone guy at this point in his career. I mean he's, yeah. he's I just he's, think he's,
1: Justice League Task Force. Like,
2: right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well I mean I, I see I read this. I didn't read Justice League Justice League Task Force, but but I mean I just think if if you if if people have never seen him, if you if you just think you know that you you chappy apps of the world. you I mean, Faludo was part of that. He was just part of. He was either by mandate or because it was going to help his career, and it certainly did. He tried to draw in that '90s imagey style, and and I don't think he was a. Uh, he's not the at the at the bottom rung of the totem pole, but he's no, certainly not no, the
1: top. no, he's not offensive to my eyes. But I'm just you know yeah. y- you think y- y- what if what, what yeah. if what if Tex was on all 17 of these issues? It would be a friggin' <laughs> masterpiece.
2: Now it's it. Now I'll be honest. I mean, I I enjoyed the text issues uh, on the whole for sure. But but I, I I think you. I mean, he is wildly inconsistent from panel to panel. Oof, um, no, son, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I'm looking i looking right don't. now where, where, where Everett Ross is drawn to look like Puck with a six a six foot long neck and a giant head, throwing a, a thing that's supposed to be a football. The first issue. Oh yeah. Oh, he's, sure, he oh. looks like
1: a little kid there. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's, I mean, it's a terrible rendering. It doesn't look... It's ah. totally off-model. Mm. It's not anatomically correct. And the football... Is in it looks like a dolphin head. It doesn't look at all like a football. There's no there's no texture to the football. It's got a strange curve to it. It doesn't look like leather. And then the next panel where it hits the window, I mean the the the, the mirror. First of all, it's the tiniest mirror I've ever seen. And the football again is like indented, like it's a cashew or something. Wow, I, you're doesn't... pulling
1: apart my man text. I'm just not gonna have it. I no, think no, no, again, I,
2: I like you said. I think the next page, which is that double page spread of the battle, is beautiful. It's I, fucking I, perfect. I think, I, I think it's perfect. Think text, text text in the key moments of the story is is awesome i, I agree with you i, I think but but I, I there were many pages where i look back and i think damn like like Tex well, definitely picked his spots yeah like, i he, i he, he gave his love to certain pages and other pages he 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 let aletha do her thing and then moved on
1: because a a, a panel with a, a half-naked um young man throwing a football is inconsequential to the entire narrative like, it's all, but he, you still he,
3: want the, 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 but, the dude to not look like, you know, he's doing a commercial for the Shriners.
1: But if you're, if you're Precisely. demanding, if you're demanding yeah. realism from Tex, that's kind of silly because Tex is not realistic. Everything Tex does is
3: exaggerated. I mean, I, yeah, some of the, a lot of this reminds me of, of the Ghost Rider. Um, but I mean, but I, you definitely look at it and you see text. There's no doubt that this is text, and and you know he spends his time drawing women, draws beautiful women, um, and he, because of his style, there are times where you know if 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 somebody is far away in a panel, or if there's a large group, and it's a far away shot, things can get a little muddied, um,
2: a little, yeah. Text wasn't a, he wasn't a um, or isn't a um he's not a slave to 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 uh to depth <laughs> or to perspective <laughs> he he, he kind of lets it get flow and sometimes it works really well and other times it's like well i don't get away from me i think again I, i'm not i don't want to besmirch text i am i i 'm with your premise that I would rather sixteen or seventeen of these issues been drawn by text than just four i, I but, yeah. but i don't i don't think his art is uh gets off for <laughs> I
3: I wish we got more than just a couple of issues by Bright, but yeah, I mean we all have.
2: Well, I would have like, been fine with that too. I would have preferred that. Yes, I would prefer that. Would the
3: be um, I I just it it's it, there's just something about it. and and that's the thing. It's like you get you get um, when you see a, a-, a- whether it's it's by Tex, whether it's by Jusco, or even Manly Manly is is basically drawing it to look like Batman animated series. It's it's very Bruce Tim, and um, and I don't think the story. I mean, I I enjoyed those issues as far as moving the story along, but I don't think the weight of the story worked with that art style. And, um,
2: I love the manly art, like as art, like I'd be more apt to buy a page of that yes. than I would a page from text in this. But, but you're right. But in terms of the story and how I remember the story and the tone, I think it's, 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 that's what I was kind of alluding to at the beginning. I, I, I'm, I'm all on the manly style. And if you want to give me like a, a standalone, uh, miniseries where he drew Black Panther. I'm down for it, but it, it seems so drastically out of whack with what had come before and after. I, I just, it, it really did feel, I just can't see how you wouldn't have been taken out of, 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 of things at least a bit and had to reassess what you were seeing. Um, and, so. And
3: then we get to, we get to bright to, to, to finish up the year and the way he draws Hunter or, or, I mean, it's, it's like, there's that, that's more of that, the Marvel style. I remember in, in, mm-hmm. In the eighties and early nineties, and and that works, and it works here because because Bright's a great superhero artist. Whether it's yeah, whether it's, yeah. Whether it's Power Man Iron Fist, Quantum and Woody, or Icon, or I just I I love the man's work, and I I I'm it, it hurts that he's not not really doing comics anymore. Um, but the uh, there's there's just I I think if you're going to start with text, even though we have the go and the manlies in the middle, um, to end it with uh with md bright is, is is it works for me but um I, yeah, the the basically yeah we're, we're we're the priest run starts off with Black Panther coming to the us and ross is is our eyes and ears for the it, it, he's the reason why the um the reader gets to know. Black Panther, and for anybody not
2: familiar, yeah. he's he's uh, an attaché. He's been assigned yeah. to Black Panther, who's a head of state, while he's in the country to escort him around and keep him safe, and you know. And I always forget the name. The he's he work he doesn't work for the. It's it's funny that OCP. they chose him for not to work for Shield, right? He worked for some other organization that um, some other Marvel federal organization. It wasn't the CIA or the FBI or Shield. It was its own thing. OCP. was right? yeah, the Office
3: yeah. of the and the um. And and to remind you that you know this is this is the the late '90s. Bill Clinton is present early on in the first year. Um, the uh, there's Ross's pop culture references are definitely of that era. Um, so there, I mean, visually you could look at some of it, and and it wouldn't. It wouldn't stick out like um, late '60s, early '70s, amazing Spider-Man stories would, if if Gil Kane <laughs> or John Romita Sr. drawing it, and you see the big, big wide lapels, it's like, okay, we know when this was made. The clothing and whatnot, and, the, and especially the technology, because it's Wakanda. Um, those don't really give away the era, but but when you, if you're reading it, um, most definitely. Oh, and of course, Captain America's little hologram shield but uh this is the, this was right during the um the hero's return or right after the hero's return era because during the first year when black panther goes to uh, i'm sorry no after one of the issues towards the end he goes to visit avengers mansion and uh justice or vance astro lets him know lets the child know that um everybody's gone taking some r&r because they just had a big to do with ultron which we, we discussed Last episode briefly, but um no, there are little moments like that, and this is what I what I really appreciate about Priest's style and, and how he puts words in characters' mouths. And I'm not the biggest Vance Astro fan, but but to hear him say to himself, Oh, this is this has gotta be Falcon, this Black Goliath, it's gotta be the <laughs> and I'm like, dude, and I was just like, This is I mean, I just I love whether it's whether it's Ross making fun of himself or being the gag, the butt of so many jokes. Um you know, that works. But then, you know, obviously, you know, we know, you know, as a black man writing this book and for him to say to, for him to have Ross in one of his reports or telling telling his boss, yeah, you know, the king of Wakanda, he shows up at Avengers Mansion, orders up some ribs. And I, I can only ma-, and, and Priest actually mentions it in the letters page in one of the issues that apparently um, the editors at Marvel weren't sure the powers that be at Marvel weren't sure how well that line was going to go over and and um they were kind of preparing for the worst but apparently a lot of fans laughed at the gag and um understand that just because a character says this doesn't necessarily mean that that's what the writer or anybody involved in the book actually feels about things and um i think there are moments especially in the first year that um where they do touch on race that uh um might it, 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 the way things are right now today, I don't know if if some of these Joker jokes would go over, but um, <laughs> it's it's definitely it it's it can put things in perspective, especially in the Marvel universe. You know these well, these hmm. type of conversations, these, these things wouldn't necessarily they're not going to happen in an issue of of Amazing Spider Man exactly.
2: I mean, let's be honest. I mean, to your point about when these things are put out, it's so important because. If if Vance Astro made that comment in a comic today, you'd have a million people saying, oh, my God, like, what an asshole. Like, yeah. like oh, all, all black people look alike. Yeah. Oh, we get it. You know, and it's like, not like, I actually appreciate that that's like that. That does happen. Like with people, people of other races, like what, it's not a black white thing. It's a lot of times that happens, you know, especially. And in that context where the dude is a young Avenger who just as learning the team, he wasn't on the team with any of those, those people and they all wear costumes. Yeah. He even says later he, he he's never seen any. Of, I mean, so, so it wasn't like he even pictured their faces and just confused. Like he, he, all he knew is that it was likely a black Avenger. Like, you yeah. know, and so <laughs> like, I think that in, I kind of, it's a shame that we can't laugh about things like that anymore. You know, I mean that, that it was a funny joke and I'm sure it helped that it was written by a black man. Right. I mean, but the, it, it's it was funny. It, it, yeah. It's meant to. It was like it was meant to make you laugh, and it did. Yes, absolutely. You know, I gotta say, I, I think that the 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 undersold thing so far of our discussion is how funny Priest is. At least, especially in the beginning. I, 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 I am tickled. The third time reading through, I'm still tickled at the entirety of the Mephisto, <laughs> arc. I, I just think it's brilliant and it's so funny. Like Mephisto is this larger than life. Marvel character that is essentially in charge of his own dimension, a hell-like dimension, right? And he's almost, he's pretty much like a god. They can make him as powerful as they want to to fit the story. And we see him as a dude sitting on a throne making chit-chat with Everett Ross for most of the book. And then he gets punched in the face and basically, like, it's its just great. I mean, when when they're just sitting there and it's like, there's just panels of no dialogue because it's so awkward. (laughs) And then, like, you know, and out of nowhere, this was like, so they took your pants. <laughs> like, 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 why would the why would the, the the dimensional leader of hell give a shit about a being like Ross and that he didn't have pants on? And then he gives him pants as a gift because he can tell that Ross is uncomfortable not having pants. <laughs> and then Ross is like, did I just sell my soul for a pair of pants? <laughs> like, it's, a, it's just, I think that's laugh out loud funny stuff. And it just, I think it cuts, one of the nice things I think about Priest, and this is not just in this book, but it's throughout his writing is I think he's very good at the ebb and flow of tone of 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 interstitial humor or or lighter moments that make the more dramatic moments feel dramatic because it's not just this heavy like it's one of my complaints about event comics these days because you're just beaten over the head for 10 to 20 issues about how it's so dramatic like it's so tense and The world's going to end or the universe is going to end and it's like I love that certain writers and priest is is one of them that, that can tell you this long developing arc with big stakes but then have stupid ass moments where fucking Mephisto is having a small talk with Everett Ross about Pez and pants and that Mephisto's nude and they're like uncomfortable about that but he's like yeah I'm not wearing pants at least today. And it's like that's hilarious. Well, I admit, like I just think that's great. Like I don't know, I I, I love that. That that's the kind of thing I just adore from writers when they can when they can when they can play both sides of the fence on that and do it without it seeming hokey. At least it doesn't seem hokey to me.
1: Well, I think one of the reasons why that s- sequence is so successful is not only priest but Tex. I mean, look at the, the oh, stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, w- no, no, with, absolutely. Look at the stuff Listen that comes up.
2: It's like dying for me to, I'm not besmirching your boy Tex. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not lo- saying, I'm not I saying love, you are. I love Tex's work with Mephisto in this series. I he, love it,
1: it. It, but he can handle the funny. As yes. well as yeah. the, the the fantastic, but the very next issue, I think it's issue five with uh Akembe, and he's with the little girl and the dog with the bandage on, and he's <laughs> the, the 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 bug or the the whatever the thing is buzzing oh, yeah, them. Uh, like uh, it's yeah. just stupid. And yeah. but if text did that, it wouldn't be stupid. It would be funny. But this this Vince Evans guy, it's just he makes this Akembe look like a cartoon character. They're all they all look like cartoon ca- Like there's no logical reason why he approached it that way i'm just saying if tex was on five it would be funny too but he's he's not and then it just uh, you get the repetitive panels uh one panel of michael j fox with the cup in the same exact position for four panels like come
3: on tex wouldn't have done that
1: i'm just Man, i'm like-
3: just saying this doesn't look like Sergeant Tork in fifth issue either, and that's the other thing I love about Priest is that he'll, he's 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 like the Kevin Smith of comic books. He brings back characters that you know he and we saw Tork in, in in his Falcon mini series. I mean, we just he he
2: right. That's true, yeah.
3: And it and it makes sense because you know of of, of the location, but these aren't you know it's not like, it it, it it's not like Spider Man's one of his his supporting characters. That that that's a cop is going to show up in in this book. It's it's you know it's it's a character familiar, that, that priest is familiar with and and he's going to use it. he's always got the goddamn shotgun and and it just it works. And to see him hanging out with Zuri and then Zuri of course you know arm wrestling with Thor and there's just there's Zuri's a great character in this and 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 it works well the way priest writes him and and of course the way the way Tex draws him and then how how he's he's envisioned by the other artists later on but. um, yeah, the Evan, Evans is basically—I don't know where he drawing comes similar to text, but just not.
0: No, he's trying. Yeah, he's trying to.
3: Like, there, there's, there's, there's—you know—we're we're trying to keep some consistency and and but yeah, I mean, the, the coloring's all off. The 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 line weights roll off. It's mm, not. It's not. No. Say he's not. He's not. He's not trying to. He's not Greg landing text. It's just he's 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 just kind of. No, the the, the fight oh, with
1: the fight with Zuri has no gravitas at all. It's just yeah, and I won, basically. You know, it's just, there's, there's nothing. There's no impending doom. There's no, um, potential loss of life there. It's just a couple of guys kicking and punching each other. Like, it's not even visually arresting. Yeah. Uh, you and know, it's right? just, yeah, it's not. I gotta be honest. I think, I, I think the, 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 the reason that issues five to 17 don't connect with me is because they don't look like one to four. It's the same writer. It should connect, but it doesn't. No, Be, it's, it's very it's important. You, yes, you, it's, gotta,
3: it... you gotta like what you're looking at, and that's, I mean, and and a couple of panels here and there. Um, I mean, it's unfortunate that that text couldn't draw five because it is it is the payoff to to the first arc, and right you know, that would have been nice. Mephisto makes his deal with T'Challa, and T'Challa's like, yeah, okay, we'll go for that deal. And again, it, the man outwitted basically Marvel's version of of the devil, and and that's not that's not something you should take lightly. And and if it had. If it had the same visual appeal that the earlier issues did, I think it would have it would have landed a lot better. Yeah.
1: Well, it it would have been a, a an amazing one volume. You know, if you just yeah. texted the the five issues, it, uh, that could could constitute one part of this overall storyline. You can give the five issues somebody say here, check this out. Like, ah, yeah, this is incredible.
2: And and, and I didn't want to turn this into a into a debate text thing but i mean part of the reason that we this happened the way it happened is because tex couldn't keep up with the, the promise of the sure schedule. because he's
1: meticulous and awesome
2: well y- yes but there's 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 a price for that right and yeah. the price is because it's not just text drawing a book for his own volition right. we had to take the payoff issue which i think from a script and storylines perspective is awesome. Yes. Like we all have the the deal with the devil, right? There's a, there's, it's time immemorial. There's a, a, there's dozens of great stories in all mediums about this, where someone tries to outsmart the devil to get their soul back or to not give their soul up. And that's what the story is effectively. And, and I think it was structured wonderfully. And I, I, even with the Evans art, I, I, I love the first arc because of that. Um, and, but yeah, no, no question. I mean, if, if, if Tex, uh, you know, if if you know, the, the the next time Tex meets the deadline, to be the first, you know, so I and and this unfortunately <laughs> had an impact on on this this series.
1: Yes, and I will I'm not going to mention it for the remainder of this episode.
3: And the it, it 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 him not finishing that first volume, the first five issues. It it just it reminds me of. I mean, there's been plenty of other instances, but it reminds me of the Captain America Sentinel of Liberty. Would would of Liberty, where you had uh, Kevin Maguire. There's a four issue miniseries. He did the first, He did three issues. Yeah, yeah. And then someone yeah. else did the fourth. And it's like, wow. That
1: <laughs> Seriously, like, dude. It's like, what? Uh, <laughs> how, how do you follow <laughs> Kevin Maguire? <laughs>
0: you
2: don't.
3: You <laughs> should have just said that. It should have just been a, a number number three of a four. Yeah. Do you series.
2: think well, he could just... that? Uh, like a that wasn't because he couldn't do the deadline though, right? Wasn't that like something came up, right?
3: I I don't know if it was I. I'd have to look. I thought I there was, like, there was a... Because I think there was like a, a delay. Set.
1: Yeah, you don't sign up for four prestige format one, uh, issues and then just bow out at the end of yeah. the third.
3: I mean, yeah. it's, it's one of his little... It, it's his f- few Marvel works, so it's it's may- maybe... I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe something happened. But I mean, obviously, he came back for Secret Defenders, so, you know. It, but oh yeah, uh,
0: <laughs>
3: Which is basically just the Justice League, just with the Defenders. Um, the... Uh, and I know it... it I'll probably I, I'm the only one hanging up on this. I know it's weird because we do this all the time with with pronunciations and and, and I'm hearing you guys say a Kebby and I when I first read it I say a chebby and then it it really it made sense to me because Ross was mocking him, calling him a chubby. And that's why I just figured it was a ch instead of a hard K. But nevertheless. We we I, I know we can diverge and, and go down <laughs> tangents with how she gets pronounced on the show um you've invested 99.9
1: percent yes more brain power I, than I, that
3: I, than I, <laughs> because because if we just happen to have the person who wrote this oh video, sure i yeah. hate to say you know that's I, why i would I,
1: never I, even I, say the word i would let someone right. else say
3: or we would just get it up front and be like yeah. so how, we're going to let's have a pronunciation guide at the start of the episode. But um, there's, I think there were a lot of things in this first, in these issues that, that of course lead into other, I mean, as the series goes on and I definitely recommend people continue reading, especially if you got it from comiXology, go, go, you you can finish the series very easily, but um, there's, there are things that um, the characters that are introduced, we get uh, there, are payoffs later on. There's there's twists and turns and surprises. It it's I mean it, it really is Black Panther by Priest. I mean we can we can talk about the art and 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 how strong text was on the first four issues and how that made the remaining issues hard for Vince to take. That but but it really is this this as far as I'm concerned this was Priest's baby and 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 the the way the way he weaved everything and 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 told the story and had T'Challa. It's it's I mean. Jack Herbie created the look, and and we've had Don McGregor write the character, and 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 uh, and Vince loves the Coates version in, of Black Panther in space, and, and very know, so much, yeah, the, very the, much. And, and so, so the, which is I meant to mention before, because you talk about how this this series, whether it's Priest or whether it's the setup, the premise, and and the king in this land type of situation that, that you're not really feeling, but you can book black Panther in situations that you do enjoy. And and that's obvious. Um but the, uh, there are, there are some creators who just, who, who who leave their mark on a character. And that's just who we kind of associate each of them with, um, kind of in, inseparable, but, um, and again, there were there were things in the Black Panther movie that owe to um, to Priest Run, and um, <laughs> obviously not everything, and, and, and they took liberties with things. And I mean, you know, the, the Everett K. Ross in the series, I don't think would ever consider joining the Armed Forces, but Everett K. Ross in the Marvel Universe, in the MCU, is retired Air Force, so, you know, they... The names are the same. They just might not have the same backstories, but there were.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, and and that's the interesting thing, right? Because Okoye, Nakia, the Dora Malahe are, I mean, peace priest, priest created those. I mean, the, the, issue one was the first appearance of all of those things, and so absolutely they are such central parts of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But I mean, as we see, the his his he may have introduced them, but who they are. Um, and who they evolve into are vastly different than yes. we saw in the film. Yeah, but he created them. I mean, they did not exist in Black Panther lore previous to this. So, right. um, You know.
3: Yeah. No. It, it's um, and it, it the after the client, which was basically what the gist was, as long as we were at the first five issues, and and um, that was that was the goal. Um, but unfortunately, just the first five issues just covers the arc with mephisto there's still more to it because even though black panther has dealt with mephisto he still has to get to the bottom of who set everything in motion as far as killing the little girl and the revolt back home and and that's what the rest of the that's the next seven issues take care of um And it's, it's, I mean, the way it's wrapped up, it it really is. It's, it's, I know we, we, we kind of blow up Priest from time to time, but I think it's not like he doesn't, he's not, I'm not giving him a pass for anything. The man, the man puts the work in and, and and I think I'm drawn to his style of writing and and I like his stories because he does, he does deliver. He's not just like, oh, I like the guy, so I'm going to keep supporting him, or or make sure I recommend his work to other people because I want to make sure he still gets work. No, he he, I think he deserves every piece of praise at least I give him. So I'm not, I, I don't, um, I'm ecstatic when uh, when I see his name attached to something. And 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 the fucker, you know, I I'm I'm getting it from the shop, but I mean, he's he's fucking making me buy a U.S. agent. Five issue miniseries, so it's not. Yeah, that's facts. That's facts. You know, so um, it's it's. I mean, the Chichetto cover doesn't hurt, but the uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I, I think when it comes to, uh, there's a reason why this was on the list last year, and 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 you know, I, i again, I know we haven't, we've talked about it in general, and and we've we've touted Priest and and his run on Black Panther, but we've never really, um gone into any sort of nitpicking on on issue by issue like like we're doing tonight
2: yeah i mean i i I don't know if we should or will go through uh summarizing all 17 issues that'll probably overkill but um you know maybe we just want to frame out the 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 major talking points of the story arc maybe I, i mean like no, that's know. fine, yeah well I, don't, I mean do you, I mean it's a, i mean I, but I was thinking because it is seventeen issues, it probably would be a little laborious to go through every issue, right I mean, um unless you guys disagree i i mean i'm I'm happy to i looking at all these issue, so. I, I'm re looking at see it's you shouldn't stay i'm I'm looking at the panel where uh where all the panthers show up uh surrounding mephisto and uh, <laughs> uh they the, some of the panthers are loosely rendered to say the least, ah oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's not text, dude. I'm busting on Evans, really. No,
1: I know. I know that. But I mean, I, I see, I think you're doing a disservice. Does every line in the panel have to be the perfect line? Like, I don't understand why you devote that much attention to that kind of stuff because you'll always be let down.
2: No, you won't. I, yeah, I, you I, will. I own tons th- of art and and own tons of comics where I I do not see a stray line that disappoints me.
1: But that's the thing. What is a stray line?
2: It's, it's Well, when when T'Challa's – the panther next to T'Challa looks like a bulldog and he's holding a scholar, that's that, that, <laughs> that, – So that pulls you out of
1: the story? Really?
2: No, for, dude, of course not. You're okay then. Right I just, no, I, I'm not. I'm just there was a I, question I've read mark three there. Three times already, and I never noticed it. But now it happens to be the page that is is open right now as we're having the conversation. Ergo, I'm looking at it for far longer than I normally would, and I'm like, uh. oh wow, like yeah. The, I mean, at, when I when I flipped through this story, it, it I got the point. But now I'm looking at, it. I'm like, wow. I wish I hadn't seen how poorly rendered some of these answers are. <laughs> No,
1: uh, by all means go into it as deep or as as uh you know uh superficial as you want.
3: I think the craven appearance was,
2: wasn't um mm.
3: I that, that was almost non-existent.
2: Yeah. So when you you say you say that you mean in terms of the uh the importance of the overall story I mean?
3: Yeah, I mean it's it, he's 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 here. He's on the cover, and 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 I mean, it's a great fight scene. Just draws the action, and 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 I mean, I love the the three panels early in the issue, um, where it's uh you know, above Craven is a uh, is a lion, and above Black Panther is a panther, and then of course above Ross, who's wielding a soup ladle, um, a kitty cat, really focusing on on the strengths of each character. But it it's when. You know, Craven is here, and and he's basically, you know, hired by the gangbangers, who of course are the puppets of of Hunter. Um, it's almost like it's 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 one time where I'm not. I must have missed something because it's almost like Craven just like walked out of the scene. It was like all right, his his role's done, and, he's and I was gone. I don't remember anybody saying that that he was arrested or he was taken down. I, again, I might have missed it, but I don't. That's something that I think would have stuck out to me, but I don't, um, but don't
1: you I, think the, the Craven sequence is like, Oh, come on, Mr. Big man. And then T'Challa beats the crap out of him. And it's like, Oh yeah. Kick the shit out of me. Come on. Beat me up. Come on. Kick. Like, it, it's just, it's, it's weird. It's, it's like almost Craven is, is almost like a masochist. Like, Oh yeah. Come on. Show me you oh, dominate like me. That. Yeah. Show me you're better than I am. Punch me in the face. Like, it, it's it's strange it's a strange sequence to me because it's like okay. craven's always looking for that next level of of is a trophy
3: hunter yeah yeah
1: so yeah. okay here comes the panther and it's just like oh yeah you got me oh well i suck beat the shit out of me now and you know make me grovel and it, it's there's there's an undercurrent of like masochistic just a strangeness to it that i was like oh i didn't expect this out of out of crave the hunter i was but like
3: part of me wonders if if because because i i think i don't know if joe's a bodybuilder used to be a bodybuilder but i know i you know joe is Jessica reminds me of, of from the burn school and i i know he 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 understands musculature and and anatomy and I think I think, Craven's, I think Craven's an opportunity for him to draw a character to put a character like that on the page. I guess Hercules was busy so I'm going to get Craven. So you have <laughs> um you 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 have a, a pretty cool action sequence and I guess and it kind of makes sense because you know Craven the hunter and you know he's going to just hunt his prey but it's not like like if you're going to use Craven that that to me would have been an attempt to for a payoff like not not just show up in the kitchen Outside the ballroom and and have a fight and just it it it's like that should be somebody who is actually hunting the panther right. and, and going and put, after him later. And,
1: put Craven's last hunt Craven next to this Craven. It's like they're not even the same. Oh, yeah,
3: so they're not. They're not. It's like it it it's like early Amazing Spider Man Craven. It, right. It's like this is and I and and it I, I know we talk about reference from time to time, but I I am pretty sure that's Tom Welling in the um in the ballroom. I think that's Patrick Duffy back there, but it's, it's, it's interesting to see some of the characters, some, some faces in the, um, in the crowd here. Um, and, and I just, and, and of course we see Zuri and, in, in in full Wakandan and Garb more or less, but, um, what, what's, what I also like about priests take on, on telling a story and, and especially the black Panther is, um, is we get the flashbacks with without without us having to wade through origin stories upon origin stories or having to know past the everything about a character before we got to now, we get, you know, sideways glances, and then that in turn lets us know that Nikki Adams and T'Challa have a shared history. And we get a little bit of um Nikki is um origin and and how t'challa's heart is actually with another who by by, by the name of monica and um there is some inconsistency though be, w- w- which surprises me especially since this is still under the marvel knights line and, and and i would have thought joe and jimmy would have had a keener eye um there's some inconsistency when it comes to the facial here on t'challa from from artist yeah
2: artist. definitely absolutely yeah. <laughs> and i'm like
3: yeah. wait he's got a beard No, he doesn't now he does and I, yeah. I and it's the same and it's the same artist who didn't draw him with a beard now drew him with one and i'm just yeah. like there's 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 a little um again it's it's that that's not going to stop me from saying that the story's bullshit but it's mm-hmm. still one of those visual inconsistencies where i'm like that's just that's that's it, it went from now being an a plus to a uh, uh, slightly dirty a and yeah and,
2: yeah i'm with you there but, um yeah Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, sorry. I wasn't sure if you were done.
0: Go
3: ahead. Yep. Uh,
2: before, cause we, we spent a lot of time talking about the Mephisto stuff. I just want to just have a couple, I just want to hit on a couple things that happened in that first arc to make sure that people understand like the overall narrative and then we can move on. Cause you, cause then comes the Craven stuff. So cause we've talked about it kind of, but, but I just want to make sure everyone understands the linear. So like we said, T'Challa shows up in the U S to handle this controversy and a lot of that first arc is him doing street-level stuff. Uh, Everett Ross is kind of like, I can't keep track of the dude. Like, he keeps jumping out of a window and putting on a costume. I don't know what the fuck you want me to do. Because he's – he's the context of the arc is he is debriefing with his boss, who also happens to be his lover. And she's like, dude, you're not making any sense. Because he keeps throwing her into these crazy scenes, talking about the devil and fights. And and she's like, dude, slow down and start from the beginning. And he has to keep going backwards and backwards in time. And so it's time-shifting. But the premise is he's he's giving her a debrief about why things have going basically tits up and it's not going the way it was supposed to. And it ends up with them all getting arrested, which is kind of funny. Um, But the premise is he comes to try and unearth what happened with this foundation, goes to the woman who runs the foundation in the hospital, shakes her down, finds out that uh, basically she was uh, she was blackmailed into turning the foundation into a. Money laundering business for a bunch of New York, uh, uh, or or not New York necessarily, but but for a bunch of of ne'er do wells of of criminals and uh, drug dealers and the like, and he's also going around and and basically beating up all of the local gangs and uh, and people and saying, you know, you don't talk to anyone else but me. Now you work for me. Your job is to find out who killed this younger, this little girl, Um, and all of that's kind of happening of his own volition while Ross is debriefing through all of this stuff. And part of the reason that he's sitting there with Mephisto is because at one of the points when T'Challa is out in the streets doing all this stuff, Mephisto shows up at, at his his apartment waiting for him because he wants to have a conversation. And then happening in Wakanda concurrently is this Achebe, 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 I don't know, but he is, he is not from Wakanda. He's from an adjoining country. His name is Dr. Michael Ibn Alhaj Achebe, and he's a reverend, He's basically like um I don't know uh, uh, I mean he he's he's effectively in the in the story becomes a, a fascist dictator but but it, it, he starts to kind of being like a spiritual leader of some kind and it turns out he's got this legend of basically a guy that that was wronged by his wife and he goes on a killing spree he kills everyone associated with his wife and his wife's lover uh, and that's how the legend starts and then he ends up becoming this 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 figurehead this cult leader. But his country has um, upheaval and he now finds himself in Wakanda as part of a refugee camp. And the refugees are unhappy for being there. The Wakandans are unhappy that they're there. Uh, there's just a lot of political strife. And in a very quick manner, while T'Challa is abroad dealing with this PR controversy, uh, Achebe goes on national TV in Wakanda and starts – you know, I, I think talk about something that, that that aged well. I mean, when he's doing that opening press conference where like Vince he's holding the dog and he's talking about, um, you know, how he wants to be a, a neutral arbiter and prevail and just and, and he then says, let us pray. And then he's like holds up the dog and he says, but good news going to make a full recovery. And it's like I, I think that's so evocative of 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 the of world leadership today and how superficial it is and how we we buy into the most ridiculous rhetoric. But in any event, a Chevy rises to power. Which get back to something Vincent at the beginning. I do think that is the hardest thing if you're really being critical about the plot. Like how someone would go from well spoken figurehead of a refugee camp to uh effectively the leader of the country by proxy. Like that that's like you wouldn't be able to pull it off in five days, which is supposedly Black Panther's there for five days. He's in the US for five days. So so it's a little bit of a hard leap to make but nevertheless bit. that is what that yeah. is what happens. And because of that, like so Black Panthers here in the US, but 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 he's piecing all this together. And we come to find out very quickly that the reason Achebe was able to do this so quickly is because Mephisto gave him the power to do it. Basically, Achebe gave his soul to Mephisto for the ability to do this. And the reason Mephisto is is waiting for T'Challa is because he's far more interested in T'Challa's soul. Uh, for obvious reasons, because as Mephisto said, he is basically the only, he's in total control of his, of his dimension. And the only thing that keeps him entertained and uh, throughout all eternity is just having interesting people that his souls, he collects. And, um, and then we get into this gamut where T'Challa says, okay, you can have my soul if you, but you have to promise that you, you remove Achebe's influence and you promise to never touch another Wakandan ever again. And Mephisto's like, yeah, cool, bet. Let's do it. And uh, and, and then ultimately he gets out of the, the contract because T'Challa, well, the way it works with us is if you get me, you get my spirit, and my spirit is tied inextricably to all of the previous Wakandan kings – Hmm. And so you get us all, and Mephisto's like, I don't want you all. Like I can't handle you all at once. And he's like, That's the deal, dude. You you make the you made the bargain, not me. <laughs> yeah. And Mephisto finally says, All right, enough is enough. Like I don't want thousands of you virtuous people, but you know, fighting me all the all. So I, I'm going to let you out of your out, out of the deal. And and um, you know, and and I think that's 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 I, I thought that was very clever. I, I just thought it was a really clever clever story. But but then from there, even even though effectively. He clears a of, of that influence. He he's not rid of Achebi because it's clear that Achebe had other plans in motion. Um and then the only other thing in that first arc that is important is that during a period of time when Mephisto's trying to win over T'Challa, he's fucking with him and giving him hallucinations. And T'Challa is uh thinking he's he's remembering different periods of his life, and in one such period he's making out with a lover. And in reality, he's in the back of his limo making out with Nakia, one of the Dormalahe. And the significance of that is that we've already learned that the Dormalahe were essentially uh, T'Challa brought Okoye and Nakia in from rival tribes when he became king to create political uh, stability. And it was an ancient custom that, hadn't, that his dad had not used, but he brought it back. And in the old days, they would be his brides, his like child brides. But in this, he just basically, it's ceremonial. They're kind of brides-in-waiting, but they're effectively badass personal bodyguards. And he, he to this point, had gone out of his way to never make any physical uh, moves on either one of them for giving them, he didn't want to give them false hope. But he ends up making out with Takiyah in the state of hallucin- hallucination, and she immediately presumes that he's effectively proposing to her, or like at least pledging his undying love to her, even though he was doing nothing of the kind. And that's really important as the book goes on. And, uh, and again, if you've only seen the movies, you may know Nakia as his possible one true love in the comics. She ends up going totally mental and becoming a villain named malice because she never gets over him, not loving her. Um, So, yeah, but, but, so that's kind of the, the, it's important to mention that kiss because a lot of what happens with Nakia from here, (laughs) especially with, with, with his, with his other love is, is Nakia doesn't, you know, she basically tries to kill her. So it's, uh, you know, we kind of see her journey into going mental and Akoya is like, girl, you got to relax. I mean, Akoya was always the more level headed one, but so, but anyway, go ahead. Carry on.
3: No, it's great. It's great.
2: Um, it's, it's, yeah,
3: it's, it's a, um, that's a solid recap of, of the first arc for sure. Um, the, and And um there was something that I saw that priest said about um the Dormalage, too uh it evolved out of the brilliant work from Don McGregor, who theorized Wakanda is actually made up of a great many indigenous tribes, and that not all tribes liked each other. so Joe and Jimmy thought it'd be cool to have Panther travel with a pair of six foot tall, gorgeous women, and I certainly agreed, but the order of the Dormalage, a kind of nun wife and training deal, gave us a foot in both of the worlds. The Panther struggled to maintain peace between the modern and the tribal. So, um, I mean, there's what I, and this kind of takes away from the book of the month aspect of it, but what I, what I appreciate about what priest does on his site. And, and, and I know that there are other artists, other creators who, who do process and, and discuss that either on podcast or or on their sites or letters pages. But, um, there's, there is, uh, to see how the sausage is made when it comes to, you know, I can't, yeah, I had a great idea for a Superman story and, you know, Superman's going to just save some kids in an orphanage and, and, you know, but like this wasn't, Black Panther wasn't something that was just slapped together and, and, and pre shrugged and said, yeah, I'll do it. it. It's, there was, there was a lot of thought involved and, and, and this wasn't going to be a four you miniseries that he was going to just tell a story and wrap things up. There were, there were, there were layers and, and depths and, and, and things he wanted to touch on. And other writers, of course, are going to do that as well. But I, um, again, for me, there's just something about Priest's way of doing it. And I mean, this isn't the same as, as what he was doing with Deathstroke. The approach was similar in some regards visually with the, with the scene changes or with the titles between chapters more or less um he's been doing that for years, but um yeah there's just there's there's it's i can't really explain why what my infatuation was with with this particular run it's it's weird there's there's just so much to it yeah there's there's a lot of it is 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 my baggage from being the priest fan from way back when and but it, it, in this case it's also the character and the story he's telling with the character and and the other thing i mean i was there's we we, we were talking about westworld recently jason and and i i started watching the third season and what i'm loving about westworld is is the technology the tablets, the 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 gadgets, sure. the the. I mean, there there's things like I. That's the kind of. I don't know if that may be the blood and guts and the murder, but that's the kind of technological future that that that's what I want. That when 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 I think about technology, why why, why I fuck around with computers, what I what I look forward to, why I've always loved gadgets and palms and scions, and and that's that's the kind of shit I I, I strive for and and to see like the 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 kimoyo, which is basically, I mean, here it's it's basically it's it's like a smartphone or, or a mother box more or less. Whereas in in the movies, the camoio beads are used for for a variety of things. But um, there's just ideas that Priest had that he put into the book that are just like it's it's I I I, I enjoy entertainment that pushes things that are that are close to being in the present day and 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 are actually somewhat they're not so far-fetched where that that ship would never fly but but they're they're based somewhat in reality where it's like yeah that i, I could actually see that happening in my lifetime and and there's just that's just another thing about this about this series that that um that gives me drawn to it
0: mm-hmm
2: vince you know you were happy to see uh
1: Firestar, dude! Oh yeah!
3: <laughs> Ooh. it's your girl. She in that costume? Oh, it's all
1: over that with Thor with the the uh, the Graves disease, lo- looking like he. Oh yeah. my
2: lord! No, you didn't.
1: <laughs> He's that bugging out.
0: Look at that! <laughs> I tried.
1: I tried, my friend. I really did.
0: Mm-hmm. The
2: yeah, and and then we get to the manly issues, which you kind of talked about as being out of place. And and they are, I mean, I I, I looking at I love the cartooning in them. I I I it but it just it's complete 180 from what comes before. And bluntly, since it follows Jusco, it's a welcome change. But um but it is startling in how different it looks, but but the premise of the of the issues is it kind of continues to play, but pace the, the, um, at, at this point, uh, Ramon, Ramonda, who is the effect. She's the, she doesn't call herself the queen, but she is the, uh, the, she's the king's mother. She is the stepmother. She is T'Challa Tachala's stepmother. She was South African. So always had a bit of a chip on her shoulder, contended that the people didn't love her, uh, because she wasn't Wakandan, but she is the longtime wife of uh, of T'Chaka, and very much who both T'Challa and Hunter consider their mother, um, because their mother passed away very young they were very young. Um, but in this story, she takes it an about face, and it's it, it's revealed that A'Chebi um, and she are working together, and and it's actually been uh, a, a part of her plan. And, and in these manly issues. Uh, at one point a is, is, uh, um, like on a soliloquy kind of ranting and she punches him the face and is like, you know, dude, like, I, like how, you know, I'm, she's like, shut up. Like you listen to me, you idiot. Like I, I brought you along because you're a good front man. Um, but this is my, my plot, like my plan. And you're like, wait, really? Like, oh, okay. Because at this point, I mean, th- there's there's no indication that there's any reason or love loss between T'Challa and his stepmom. I mean, that's that's a shocking thing. And then, as we already alluded at the beginning, I mean, we come to find out later that this is all a carefully orchestrated plan where T'Challa asks her to play along in that role. Um, so, you know, she never does really betray him. But But at this part of the series, you're thinking... She betrayed him and she, in fact, may be the brains behind the whole thing, which is interesting, mm-hmm. um, you know, <laughs> and then we also learn more about uh, about Monica Lynn, who is his fiance that they keep referencing and and when they got engaged and what happened. And uh, um, she basically is uh, she's approached by by Hunter Uh and she's skeptical of that, but, but he convinces her that he's got access to T'Challa and that he can explain everything that's been going on to her because she had been, she had been taken captive by a people put into some kind of a Cocta exoskeleton and with a, like a video plate on the chest where you can see a talking and, and she was supposed to assassinate uh, T'Challa at one point and, and None of that happened, but uh and then Dap said, "I think, uh, the, th- in terms of things that don't age well, the uh, Captain America Energy Shield is rough." <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'd like to not remember that that ever happened. I know, I forgot about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, yeah.
1: You know what the uh, the thing that got me with the Avengers is, where you have a essentially a king from a a, a foreign land come into the Avengers, and Cap's like, "What?" you were all just, you were just studying us? How, how, I, I, how dare you? It's like, they're all so surprised that T'Challa would use his time in the Avengers as a fact-finding uh, expedition. Yeah. And it's like, what else would he do? Like, why didn't, like, how could you even be surprised at that? Yeah. And Cap is just, yeah, I, no, I agree. you know, it was just so far removed from, from what I would have expected Cap to uh, say. What
3: do you call it? that, uh, oh, that privilege.
1: Yeah, and they're all just like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> how
3: dare you? Yeah, seriously how, you how
1: how dare you do the obvious thing, DuChala?" <laughs> oh, <I know. laughs>
2: Valentino white bag. That's that's just yeah. <sighs> what. Else? And we learn about uh, we learn about Hunter's background during this manly section as well. He he gives you the origin story for Hunter and how kind of a Superman origin story, <laughs> really. That, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Find this baby crashed and it's it's even alluded that it may have been an alien was more likely a you know some kind of but and they find his baby and they adopt him and raise him as their own uh, <laughs> so it's like you know almost like Wakandan Superman but he doesn't have powers that we know of at least not, not at this point, I think he might get powers later on in another run- another run or have powers but um yeah and and, and then from there it's it's uh <laughs> there's a <laughs> There's a part where um, where Ross is with Nikki on a plane coming home, and they're sitting next to each other, and she's looking out in out of the window longingly, and she's picturing a time when her and T'Challa were apparently a thing when he was in the U.S. I presume for during college. Yeah. And uh, and then he basically gives her the brush off. He's like, she's like, but you're my boo, and he's like, Nah. Well, listen, girl, you know, it was fun, but I mean, I got shit to do. And so she's like the, and now you understand that the reason she was supposed to take on this assignment, but she gave Ross the gig, is because she doesn't want to confront uh, T'Challa. She like she can't she can't face him.
3: And another thing in this manly issue is is Ross is doing his best Billy Batson impressionation.
2: Yeah, he he. I mean, I've I've rather seen him look like this than than Michael J. Fox. <laughs> well, it's not just Michael J. Fox. Though. I mean, he's drawn like. Michael J. Fox with, like, like the body of an eleven-year-old. Like,
0: like,
2: like, I mean, the man is a federal agent. He's got to have some kind of phys- physicality, right? I it's mean, ma- damn, that's messed up. hard out here for an agent. Yeah, <laughs> shit, it's
0: hard out here for texts uh, too. And then, uh,
2: and then, really, the sh- a shocking moment is is uh, is a, a, a Chebby fucking. Lo- it looks like he kills Ramanda. He sneaks up behind her, and she's. He just give it a press conference, and he grabs his statue and he crushes her over the head.
3: Well, that's right after we get a nice flashback of Ramonda being held prisoner.
2: Right, yeah, that's true. And yeah. a uh,
3: very, very fetching pose. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah.
3: But yeah, yeah, we see, um, we see the, uh, and again, to remind reminding me of of a um, of a Bruce Tim book. It's we don't. I mean, we see what we can imagine his blood splatter but 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 the the panel's pretty much monochrome and then we just see um like nothing's that we don't see actual blood we just see what we would assume would be blood um but yes we would she she appears to um she appears to be dead because if you weren't aware of a chevy going crazy he's doing um he's doing his best Scarface and talking to a hand puppet and he um as uh, the puppet says, that um, lets Chevy know that you, you you've hit her too hard, and Chevy's like, "No, I I didn't hit her. You fool! You did." And and so now he's bickering with his hand. But um, there were there were subtle clues that Chevy wasn't wrapped too tight, and 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 Priest wasted no time in in just basically hammering that point home.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then they go full um, like Voltron on us. Because Achebe gets the keys to the armament, and next thing you know, the issue ends with these giant Black Panther mech tanks rolling through Wakanda that he now controls, that he uses to uh, cement his power. So, and then we get to uh, much to Dap's happiness. We get to issue eleven, which is the Mark Bright era. Yes, so a welcome change. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I like I like Manley's art, but I, I, I but. But it just felt out of place in this, so yeah
3: the um idea and and it continu- and and that that was whereas the you know the tech stuff was there for most of the first arc um the jesco stuff was there for pretty much the entire for, for those three issues for that arc um but but this but the enemy of the state arc that finishes the first year um it starts off. With Manly, and then um, finishes with Bright. So he's picking up exactly where where Mike Manly left off with um, with the Mechs breaking through and Wakanda and Torque and Ross firing their weapons from the top of a um, of a limo against the Russian mob. Um, who again? These these are all tied together um, to both get T'Challa out of Wakanda into New York and to allow Achebe to um to take control um and we're constantly reminded that uh again because it is a Marvel comic so so we want to make sure that everybody's on the same page as as quickly as possible but we're reminded that even though the Dormalage are firing at the mob um they are they're basically gel filled a bullet similar to the Punisher's mercy bullets um when he was shooting Jaywalkers and the like back in the day. Um while they're taking care of business, T'Challa and Hunter, uh or in this case Black Panther and the White Wolf and the Dogs of War, uh or the Hatut um Zarazi, they uh they're handling their business um. Also, they can get to the East River, East River, or the Hudson, but they, um, uh, yeah, the East River, and and which is where. Uh, no, I have
0: an issue was, with this. They're,
3: they're, they're <laughs> keeping a uh, a rather large amphibious craft. Uh, it looks like the the like the
2: like rocket. It looks like a murder wheel. <laughs> or like, a, but but it's it's massive. It's like skyscraper large.
3: It is. It's huge. It's huge. And it and if it's, there's
2: no physical way that could have fit in the East River, <laughs> much less like just been hiding there. And and if it was hiding there, why did they need to fly commercial and get picked up at the airport? Like if they had a giant amphibious floating city thing, wait, like there for them? Why did they need to?
3: <laughs> because if they showed up in that, it wouldn't be a surprise. They will be able to get away. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs>
2: I don't know. It just didn't need to be that big, dude. It's it's like, I understand. I understand. You have like a cool, dope submarine that you were ready to, like, that's cool, but damn, like, proportion.
0: Damn.
3: <laughs> so it, it takes off, to leaves New York. It's like the saucer section. Leaves New York. So, right there. The, Sulu. <laughs> it's, it's heading home uh, to Wakanda. And um this is where y- y- you um you begin to realize that um youth is young wasted on the young because Nakia like, starts thinking about early days when she was first attending to uh the king and uh was eavesdropping, was spying on um and monica having some fun in uh in the bath and um she dives down interrupts the fun and um and she's just you know i just i'm i'm waiting for my love to to take me and 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 just you know and live our lives together and and, and she's just it's it's a crush and it's it's hard um So she's, she's definitely has issues with Miss Monica Lynn because during the event with, uh, the, the situation with Craven, T'Challa's love, Monica was, uh, was kidnapped and put in position where it looked like she was going to fire on a crowd of people who were there to see the Wakandan king. And, um, and when Achebe's plans were foiled there, she was taken into custody, um, left the police station after being questioned and was picked up by the hunter uh by hunter and then um and so now the gang's all here so Monica, Hunter, Black Panther, they're all here um flying back to Wakanda and all Monica wants to do is go home she she's had it with you know all of T'Challa's drama um and as they're flying back to Wakanda um, Nikia basically ejects Monica from the ship without a care.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: No, I uh, like, you know, <laughs> this, so, this, yes. is, this is, yeah, this, this is, this Toodaloo. is, want me, me to tell you guys about some revenge shit that my wife once did, but there's, there's something
2: here. She jettisoned someone from a car.
3: She didn't jettison someone from a car, but she did fuck with someone electric bill and had their lights turned off. So they, oh, um, cool. they, uh, uh, they, they, um, She's gone. T'Challa's unaware. And and uh, you know, of all the contingency plans he has and and, and as many things as he can figure out, he never suspected that um his his potential bride to be might be jealous and take it out on on uh on his lover, but he um he didn't see that coming. And while T'Challa and Ross are infiltrating the palace, um the rest of the crew, like Zuri and 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 Torque and um and Akoya, they're all handling their business, taking on the refugees and um and anybody who's attacking them. Uh and this was weird because these two issues it it, it you were there was nothing here to hold your hand and and tell you how we got from A to B. So when this issue ends at a cliffhanger, because um, Nakia tells T'Challa um, she's dead, Monica's dead. Um, you know, I I uh, I've come to protect you. I'm here to protect you. I don't have your woman with me, and and he's like, you were supposed to get her to safety. Like you're she's supposed to be secure. Then you can come back to me, but. Your first job, your only job was to keep her safe. And she's like, Yeah, no, no, she she's dead, dog. I just, you know, she she she's out and um she's she, she she's gotta be dead because of the refugees they, they had to have killed her now. And 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 the child's like, chick, dying, you die. she's you're lying. I'll deal with this later. I don't know what your game is, but um we got shit to do and, and he and Ross walk into a room where a Chevy is loaded for bear, wrapped up in C four, tons of <laughs> explosives behind him, like straight out of a Looney. Straight Toons Looney cartoon. Tunes, yeah, yes. straight Looney
2: Tunes, dude. Wally Coyote and shit. And
3: and and even the the hand puppets holding on to the detonator. And um and I love priests with the names of of, of the chapters because it's the taking of Wakanda one two three and of course taking of Pelham one two three was 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 a pretty cool movie.
2: Reboot but was why a bang, did Wright but. suddenly put Ross in like a Tron costume?
3: That was that that was very similar to the uniform I mean aside from the helmet it's very much the the pilot's uniform that Dora Malage were also wearing
2: I know no I know it seems so cute. I think it was like... just
3: for him to well that was aside from I guess being the uniform so you can I, I don't know why you'd have to change clothes to pilot a suit, uh, to pilot anything but it was it offered a lot more protection than yeah. his rollerblading outfit
2: because no, I know, I know. It,
3: it, it kept them. I mean, yeah, the, yeah. the, the look is odd, but because um, there's nothing. Tribal like you
2: just watched? Like you just gone to Best Buy and or, or just gone to uh, to uh, Circuit City to, to, to coconuts and picked up a copy of <laughs> Tron and watched it.
3: Oh, so in, in in issue twelve, which wraps up the first year, um, and this is so weird because. This is the second cover with Captain America, and he's got his 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 OG circular shield, but not inside yeah, so
2: the. We, we could spend an hour on going back and looking at the covers. Uh, I think it was covered at issue number three. It's 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 T'Challa versus the Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four, and they were one in panel. one panel. It a- it's a dream sequence. Talk about false advertising, but
3: so. Um- so in the in the talk issue, we get a little bit of um, a recap on Ramonda's and um the child's relationship, and and, and it explains that uh, yes, she is from South Africa, so she's she's um, <laughs> not looked upon very favorably by the people of Wakanda because basically the king took a, a, an outsider for a bride, um, and she she left Wakanda. She didn't leave, but but she went she went back home because her father had died. So she went to the funeral and um, but when when she got there after she got there, she was never heard from or seen again. And it uh, apparently they made it look as if uh, she had fallen in love with another man and left the country, left the continent. And um, and that's that. But it turns out that she was actually being held prisoner by someone who was um, smitten and T'Challa finally realized this and went and rescued her. Um, But the gist is because she was an outsider. And as Jason mentioned before, Hunter is also an outsider. They, uh, they were kindred spirits and um, Hunter and T'Challa both view T'Chaka differently. And, and, uh, and that makes for a rift of some sort. Um, So, We see after we see the the cliffhanger from the 11th issue where this big room there's a room with a whole bunch of big bangs going on, uh, or potential big bangs. This issue kicks off with Black Panther leaping through a window saying that the war has ended, everything is fine, victory is ours, everybody can go about your business. Captain America comes comes swooping in here. I guess the holographic shield was replaced by this issue because in Captain America, he's stopping by here in Wakanda after the events from Captain America number 22. And, um, and I'm guessing somewhere along the lines, he got a shield back, but, um, he, uh, he shows up Black Panther keeps offering him biscuits. Captain America realizes that this isn't just doesn't seem to be black Panther knocks him on his ass. Sergeant torque is here. He's like, what the hell are you doing? And, um, and he's like, yeah, this isn't, uh, this isn't Black Panther, and it turns out that it's Chevy, and Chevy's like, "Listen, you can let me go and save the king or you can mess with me, and your king will the king will surely die and and um cap's like, all right, whatever cap lets him go and um and now we're in some batman sixty six type booby trap thing because Black Panther and Ross are inside a giant um gumball/claw machine. Hm.
1: Yeah, it's the...
2: like did did, uh, did Mark Bright misread the notes from from a uh, priest in, in when he got the notes from it and he thought it said arcade instead of Achebe?
3: <laughs> yes. This is straight up arcade.
2: It's straight arcade, right? It's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> like like Achebe's got a, a a puppet which is on his hand and and I mean that's like that's bizarre. But at no point are we led to believe the dude is into, like, strange death traps. Um, uh, Batman from 19... Batman villains from 1950. I, I don't know. This was... I, I would love to be back and if... Like, was this Priest or what, did, Or was Mark like, yo, I want... I what mean, if I got to draw this, like, let me have some fun with it. And Priest is like, all right, man, do whatever.
3: Yeah, do whatever. As long as there's acid. As long as there's explosives. And that's exactly what there's... There's, there's a huge claw machine. Everything that the claw can grab... Is a uh, is a ball filled with explosives. Everything's set with different timers. Um, oh, and the machine, the tank, is slowly being filled with acid from below. Um, and it's huge. It is massive because, in perspective, when you see Cap and Torque show up, I mean, they're they're barely is half the height of the um, the base. But um, Black Panther is also naked because since when Chevy broke through and, and said the war has ended, he was wearing Black Panther's outfit. Um, so it's, it's Ross wearing his Tron outfit and, um, and a naked T'Challa. And um is just telling Cap and Tor, go leave the palace, save my people, get as far away from you as you can. Um, Ross and I will take care of this. Don't worry. And Ross is like, what do you mean? We white man. So we, we, we have a, um, we have a situation where T'Challa is using Ross's outfit, uh, because that'll keep him safe from the acid to burn the ropes that they're, uh, the the, the coils that they're tied together with. They get inside one of the balls that the explosives were held in, get to the bottom of the opening where, um, where you would retrieve your prize in in a real game or a vending machine. Um, So now that they're out of that, uh, and there's a few moments, there's a couple of panels where we get to see how awkward Ross is around the sight of a naked man. Um, because nothing says humor like a man insecure with masculinity. And then we have the um, the big reveal of who truly was behind everything. And it's none other than um, T'Challa's, and air quotes, brother, Hunter, the White Wolf. So, um, So, the got a bunch of pages really nicely drawn of Black Panther and the White Wolf, um, going at it. Uh, I'm a little upset, a little disappointed that uh, Hunter has to rely on a machine gun. Um, but I guess you gotta use your strengths, and uh, and they're arguing about Ramonda about T'Chaka, they're, they're, they're just, they, they have issues, um, and, uh, and if you go back and reread the fight scene, you may catch a couple of panels where Panther lands some blows because, um, when Ross comes back to save T'Challa, White Wolf turns around to attack Ross and ends up passing out because during the fight, um, Black Panther had, um, had hit him with several nerf pinches that would eventually induce sleep. Um, and uh, and it wasn't so apparent as you're watching the fight play out. But yeah, there are a couple panels where it does look like uh, that would actually happen. Um, then I'm a little confused because it looks like Ross and Black Panther are running side by side, escaping from the palace, but then Ross says, where'd you go? And Panther says, well, I went to go rescue Hunter, but Hunter had already escaped. Um, He'd already come to and must have found another way out of the palace. Uh, But I don't remember the Panther leaving. In any event, um, Ross and Panther escape the palace, all while Ross is hoping that Black Panther will come back to the US to say that it was a misunderstanding, that he really didn't mean that he didn't trust the Avengers, that he wasn't spying on them. And, um, the president would really like that on the record. And, um, and if, if, if the Chala can't do that, if the king doesn't come back and, and, and say that in so many words, um, Ross is going to be stationed in Iceland. And, um, which is where the story was basically being told from, uh, turns out Ramonda isn't dead. And, um, and, that uh, Ross is rescued from Iceland because um, the King has spoken to the State Department and that T'Challa has requested that Ever K. Ross remains at the King's side. And, um, and that's the end of the Marvel Knights run of Black Panther. The creative team thanks Joe and Jimmy and everybody for, um, for the start of this. And, um, and there's a nice letters page of priest explaining kind of went on during the first year. And, um, and then with issue 13 on where the Marvel universe is part of the Marvel comics line. We're no longer in the Marvel Knights imprint.
2: Yeah. And it, it, the whole tone of the book really does shift, um, both visually with Salvaluto, but also it just felt you, you could, you could feel the shift back into the, let's remind everybody that this is, Part and parcel of the main continuity-laden universe. Now, of course, as we said, there, there were appearances by the Avengers and Cap and Craven in, in in the Marvel Knights. So it's not like it wasn't in in continuity. But like in in, in this last few issues of this of this collection, you, you're you're introduced to all kinds of new characters, and then effectively like a group of 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 evildoers that are like a loosely formed team. And then you've got this collection of, of, of heroes that, and then they, they do battle. And, um, it almost felt like they were doing a test run to see if they could launch a new team book or something, but, uh, which never came to be, but
0: I mean, it was the
3: crew, but it wasn't, it it wasn't necessarily a spinoff of this, but it was, I mean, the crew was great and and sadly only seven issues, but yeah, there was, there, there were definitely those vibes where it was almost like it was pilot season.
2: Yeah, because you're introduced to Queen Divine Justice, like you said, and you have the Vance Astro stuff, and then uh, we're reintroduced. I mean, Killmonger existed out long before, but we don't see Killmonger in all of of the first year of Priest Run. But then he's reintroduced as a as a threat and a villain, and um, and then we get like probably the worst version of the Falcon costume ever created. <laughs> I mean, that is a terrible. I I've had forgotten that version. It's basically an exoskeleton with a with a Falcon. Face like around the neck, it's it's yeah, pretty bad. It's, it's horrible. Pretty bad. It's very '90s. Um, and uh, the most '90s version of Hydro Man as well. I mean,
0: uh, I, I mean, like, he like, like, like there, it doesn't look like yeah. water.
2: It almost looks like like solid like water shaped projectiles instead of liquid. But um, but who am I? i was drawing. As Vince could detest, I'm sure drawing liquid is not easy. Um, but yeah, like it just felt very superheroy. It shifts into like this very superhero-y arc, and that's fine. I mean, I as as we'll probably note i i, I mean i i think the, i mean the priest run which goes on and on from here i i i enjoyed the vast majority of it so i'm not I'm not suggesting that this wasn't fun especially at the time but it it reading it in one sitting like this it is very notable how much of a shift it is both in tone and and um almost like their target audience has shifted for sure we may be setting a record for the longest we've ever gone on a show with Vince not saying
0: anything.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, you guys love it. You, you, do what you got to do. I'm just saying. Go crazy on No, it.
3: you're not. You're not, actually.
1: I No, I'm not. Was,
0: uh,
2: the, the, uh, the, the <laughs> in issue number 15, take a look at the page one when the Hulk makes his first appearance. And then look at the way <laughs> the Hulk's neck... <laughs> like it does at his knees. His head is like <laughs> seven to eight inches to the left of his of where it should be uh, on his body. It's I love almost his like hair. I love his hair. And he's got the he's got the like the strangest hair. It's like what um, issues have? Like, like Shemp. Um <laughs> 15. fifteen. It's like Shemp became the Hulk. Got a,
3: a bulk cut. Straight bowl cut. Just like, oh, yeah. It's like, yeah.
2: It's like Banner grabbed a floppy from a Walgreens when he was on the run because he needed to give himself a quick cut.
3: I think South definitely got better as as the issues progressed, but yeah, yeah, this is rough at the start.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a struggle. I mean, the it's whole- not even
3: anatomy. I'm just, it's
2: not. <laughs> it's
1: not even anatomy.
3: He like, <laughs> <it's, laughs> looks like a wacky wavy inflatable.
1: Yeah, they just thought, you know, okay, these image guys, they just do whatever the fuck they want to do. We could just do That's whatever true. we want. No, you can't. You, you can't. You have to know the rules to break them. I mean, it doesn't look like there's a whole lot of knowledge of the rules here. That's all I'm saying.
2: No, I'm, I'm not arguing with you.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, some panels
2: are really nice. uh um, <laughs> He could Draw an elephant and like a cheetah, like a like a boss. No, like, he's, he's. I mean, th- th- not, th- th- not th- th- to be
1: facetious, but the basic uh, knowledge of of perspective and 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 all of that, there seems to be. He has. Uh, it's all there. It's just that just some of the embellishments are a little weird to my eyes. A little strange. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then this basically leads to Killmonger making another stake at the claim to the throne. Yeah. And I, I don't, I mean, I don't know, would you get, I mean, would you give, in terms of what Priest meant to the films, uh, I, I can't, I, like, I can't give him credit for the Killmonger, because the Killmonger we see in his arc, or his run, is <laughs> is not, I, I well, I, I guess in a way he's, I guess there are components to it, but, but I don't know, I feel like, Killmonger existed long before Priest. Yes, yeah, after. yeah.
1: But I mean, he made it relevant,
2: right? The, they brought him back. I mean, Killmonger was one. Well, I mean, in like the jungle action, he was like the villain, right? I mean, right. he was the like, yeah. he was he was the OG villain, right? The the brother. And it's interesting because in a lot of ways, they're they're. I, I guess in in some ways, the 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 movies kind of took like the idea of the spurned brother from Hunter and threw that on a Killmonger, you know, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, 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 cause the whole thing of Killmonger, right. Is he actually has a legitimate claim to the throne because he's an illegitimate. Yeah. heir, um, which is not the case in the comics. At least wasn't, I don't know if they retcon that to fit in with the films, but.
1: So but the McGregor stuff, I mean, Killmonger didn't see the light of day. I mean, yes, he was used intermittently after, but last time you saw Killmonger on a regular basis was 76. And so if Priest comes in and says, yeah, I'll use this guy. I think um, a lot of the the credit for the, the first Black Panther movie goes to Priest.
2: Yeah, I guess that's fair. I mean, I completely agree about most of the other characters. I was just thinking about Killmonger. But, but Killmonger is in it for, let's see, he's in it in issues 13 15 16 18 19 20 21 23 24 25 Yeah. Um so yeah, I mean he's he's a big part of it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But for something to just go out of the uh
1: the 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 Marvel status quo for like 20 years. You're talking 76 this is 98, so more than 20 years, right? And and like I said, yeah, he was used here and there, but never on an extended basis so i would yeah i would really give priest a tip of that for uh you know just re- giving everybody the recall that wow this villain was was pretty it was something right and then yeah, yeah. and then hudland came in and did more stuff so yeah
2: yeah did you did you did either of you guys read the hudland run as it was coming out
3: uh, not at the start. Um, I did, uh, I, I know that it was, it was adapted into that iTunes type of flipbook kind of thing, but the, um, cause that was also the run that eventually turned into, um, T'Challa and Storm being a thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, yep. And I remember my wife read the Storm miniseries, because that was written by Richard Rome Dickey, who she's a fan of, who's an author. Um, he uh, And I picked up a couple issues here and there, and then that run ended with um, the Secret Invasion stuff, and I think Jason Aaron wrote those issues. But um, uh, no, I didn't, I didn't read it from the start. I, I read issues here and there, but I didn't read it from the beginning. And and I also um, I only read a couple of issues of the Paul Mayberry Series that uh, when Shuri took over, I think that was drawn by Kent Lashley.
2: Well, I have a feeling that they're going to be drawing from that quite heavily now.
3: Yes, yes. Even if
2: that wasn't yes, the plan, I do too. Because by all accounts, it looks like they're leaning very heavily towards making Shuri the new Black Panther.
3: <clears throat> it 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 makes. I mean, I think uh, obviously,
2: well, there's precedent I, for it, like you just said. I mean, she's yeah. been the Black Panther, and in fact, her her version is scientist supreme in the con- in the in the movies quite different I mean, we you know then...
3: i mean i would have liked to have seen it happen i it had any had nothing changed i would have liked to have seen them go in that direction i just would like her have, i would have liked to have had more time with her as shuri before she's like, Well, now now you have to because it's 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 what now you have to whereas yeah
2: and they haven't committed to that so they could go sure. in that direction they, yeah. they may ultimately I think they're right. I think they did the right thing in saying, "Listen, now is not the time to worry about all this. We we will Agreed. we will eventually make a decision." And I think that's the right approach. It'll feel right or not at some you know at yes. some juncture. Yeah. Well, there so you there go. You Book of the month. Yikes! Cool.
3: <laughs> this guy. <laughs> oh, well don't worry, don't worry, because we'll we'll have a whole bunch. We'll have will different things in a few days. People to, to pick on. Uh, nice, as soon as you guys nice. tell me what what's put on it, and and we'll be good to go.
1: No, I think it's a. I think the story is. It's just. It's out of balance. The the series. For, the series. Sure. For, yeah, it just doesn't work visually for me. But that's not to discount what Priest brought to the table. I. I I'm not going to reiterate what I said. I think it. it the, the story's very compelling. It's just there's not a draw for me on the art. At all. Mm-hmm.
0: So, mm-hmm.
1: What are you going to do? Can't win them all. Right, right. right, And uh, you can win all of them if you participate. And how do you do that? Well, you go to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash 11 o'clock comics. You wait around for David to eventually put up the poll <laughs> that tells you what you can vote on. And you're like, oh yeah, I like this. I'm going to vote for that. And then somebody will say, huh? What's hurtful? Eventually? I mean, if that's it's the way time works, right? You <laughs> will eventually post the
3: poll. Yeah, the way you said it. I was, I was no, I'm just saying. I'm just there. saying. Day, and think, and yeah. then, it was, no, yeah. it was not a dig.
1: And then you say, whoa, I like this book. And then someone else will say, what are you, crazy? I don't like that book. I like this book. And you have people voting. That's how the democratic process works, right? And you can only see it at 11 o'clock comics on the Patreon site. So go there. Um, in the meantime, vote and um in your travels so we are we at that point in the episode are we at the in your travels? yeah, because okay. we're talking like two and a half hours okay, yes, in your travels, we do a once a year award show, right That's true we call it the eleven O'Clockers. and ready. and we tip tip a hat to the the creators and the books. Uh, we think deserve merit from the previous year. You're going to hear this issue on the 11 of Closkers. I know you get people go like, oh, it says it all the time. This yeah. issue will be on the 11 of Closkers. It's Savage Dragon 252. Um, if you are not um, aware of Eric Larson's consummate skill in sequential art, uh, not only when he's drawing... In his own style. But in Savage Dragon 252, he draws like Bill Keane, Charles Schultz, E.C. Seeger, uh, Gary Trudeau, Bill Watterson, Chick Young, Chester Gould. The, 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 I can't say it because I'm going to giggle like an idiot. But there's Say what? Dick Tasty? (laughs) Stop it. There's a Dick Tracy (laughs) pastiche... That is a double page spread. It is the best thing I've seen all year. And it's called Dick Tasty. And I can't <laughs> say it without giggling. Dick Tasty is perfect. And I want to hug yes. Eric Larson. It's, it's, it's ripped from today's headlines. It's, it's on the one hand, it's funny, but on the other hand, it's not so funny because it's, it's the stuff that uh, is currently going on outside our windows that are in, it, it's infuriating is what it is. And it's very little concern for human rights and, and human life. And, but it's filtered through Dick Tracy called Dick Fox, Tasty. Uh, it's so stupid. Uh,
3: but The Lehman stuff looks great.
1: Yes, the Watterson stuff is the one that doesn't look the best. I mean, I don't want to say it doesn't look the best, but there's more of Larson's oh, yeah. trademark style in the Watterson than there is in any of the other styles. But whatever, it's a virtuoso performance. Savage Dragon Two Fifty Two, run out and get it. You have to. You, you don't. All right, I'm
2: gonna I'm gonna book buy it.
1: You have to know nothing about the Savage Dragon universe to enjoy this issue. It's just Larson saying, "Yeah, look how good I am," and he is. And it's awesome, so do it. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, yeah, it really does.
3: Ah, in your travels, and he was Actually,
1: smart to not put any nudity in
3: it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, oh, it's fine. Um, I it, it's right here in my hands. I'm going to read this now that we're done with the book of the month. So, um, I'm I'm suggesting it just because it was in my previous video, uh, because I couldn't wait to get it, so I got it yesterday. Um. And and I'm dying diving and I flip through it to see what I, I can expect. But in your travels, uh be like me and read An Unkindness of Ravens by yes, Dan Penoshin, who wrote it. Of course, he's the writer and artist of slots, um, illustrated by Mariana Ignazi, uh colored by Fabiano Mascolo, uh, lettered by Mike Fiorentino, and um and there's even some excerpts illustrated by good old dan the man himself but uh i i like the look of this it's a five issue miniseries by boom and um i am uh i'm 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 happy about it i i I think dan is a phenomenal illustrator um and we enjoyed slots a lot and i'd Mm -hmm. like to see uh what he's like writing for someone else for, for writing stories for someone else to draw. So I'm 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 kinda stoked. And I, I, I kinda dig the um the subject matter. So I uh will have more to say about it next week. And I do know that I believe Jason. I do know Jason read it. Yes, sir. His list, so hopefully we can um tag on it next week, unless you're going to go into it now.
2: No, no, but I'm I'm glad you dug it out. Uh they have me at the title. Yeah. Right? Because uh, Vince Vince likes to poke fun of my vocabulary, and I don't I, poke fun. I don't you do? You do. I don't. Uh, and I love that it's for for those that don't know. An unkindness of ravens is that that is what you call a group of ravens. That are a conspiracy, you know, like a gaggle of geese. What's a group of ravens called? Well, it's called an unkindness. And that is a beautiful, beautiful play on words. I like. I if Panosian came up with that, man, like I want to Venmo him a tip. Um. So yeah, I really enjoyed. I that. actually
1: came but... up with that. So I'll be nice. wait, I'll be Go waiting on. for my
2: tip. Sweet. <laughs> um. I'm going to in your travels tell you to. Uh, hopefully, you heard us talk lovingly about the first issue, and back-to-back episodes. Um. But uh, Spy Island number two, by nice. Chelsea. By Chelsea Kane and Elise McCall and Liam Eternik. Written by Chelsea Kane and Liam Eternik. Uh, art by Elise McCall. Colors by Rochelle Rosenberg. Uh, it's four issues miniseries. We talked about the first issue. It's fucking amazing, dude. Like it. It's so different than any other comic on the stands. And yet not for the sake of just being different. There, the, visually it's so creative because there's conventionally drawn illustration uh and this is nothing we didn't say about the first issue too but it's just more of it. I mean, and then there's 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 panels that are uh you know, like real photography. Um there there there's there's it, it just the, each panel interplays from so many different types of medium. I mean, we talk about mixed media. This is mixed media uh, done really well in comics and that's hard to do. Um, And it's just this issue. I mean, I I'm really bummed. It's only four issues because in this issue, we, we, we just get some like things happen in this issue that had nothing to do seemingly with the first issue. Um, But I'm not mad at it. Like, like there's, there's, there's carnivorous mermaids and like it's just like a thing like just like in a normal beach town you always got to be looking out for sharks when they're in the area well in this you just got to be careful that you don't get caught by a mermaid uh there's a kraken there it, we meet uh we meet Nora's sister who comes to the island um it's it's just amazing and and the the way that they draw the costumes like it's just there's such a like a fifties a vibe to it. I just, I don't know, man. I, I think this is just, it's, it's a book where every page just makes me laugh. It makes me smile and it, and it confuses me, but like not in a bad way. I'm like, Oh, why, what, what's happening here? Um, I'll just quickly touch on, as an example, the Connie is her sister and they're meeting on the beach when, when she gets to, to, to the Island and they're catching up or whatever. And Connie says to her, you went through my purse, didn't you? And she says, no. And the next page is a snapshot of all the contents of her sister's purse. But like, it's real stuff. It's like a real photo. It's a photo of a lighter and a lipstick and sunglasses and coins and a gun and, a, you know, her ticket and everything. And it's just, it's just so clever, especially the way it's timed, you know, cause you, you, you read that page and she says, no. And then you turn the page and you just see this, this, uh, almost like know hot new listing of all of the contents of her, of her purse. Um, it's just so well done, so clever. I really hope it's successful because I I'm I'm imagining given how rich richly they're layering this island and and uh Nora Freud as as the protagonist. I, I hope we're getting more than four issues of, of this character. I'm gonna need more than four issues.
0: <laughs>
2: but, but I love it, man. Like I, I assume it's all digital. I mean, I, I don't know how else you would make a book like this unless it was digital, but but man oh man, I, I my hat's off to uh to uh Miss McCall. Nice.
1: Interesting. Yeah. And there's another interesting thing. We have a presence on Facebook, Reddit, Twitter, and Instagram. If you enjoyed all of this, go over to there, those places, because uh a lot of fun. And uh please check into the sponsor if you want to get your books cheap, get them fast, get them delivered right to your door. Dcbservice.com has everything. That you want. at The prices you want to pay. Not going to say it again. Write this down if you're interested. Amazing World of Superman Tablet Edition, $9.99. Captain America by Jack Kirby Omnibus. Did you see? There's a Defenders Omnibus in the new Marvel previews. Defenders, dude. How do you not order a Defenders Omnibus?
2: Long overdue.
1: Issues like 1 to 19... Um, the, the, uh, the, what is it? Premiere, the, whatever it was, uh, the, the couple issues leading into it. It's amazing. And it's only, it's like a hundred bucks. So you're going to get it for 50. But anyway, Captain America by Jack Kirby, uh, $50 and from Boom Origins number one, 99 Just do it. In the meantime, DCBService.com, say goodnight. They're bottle caps. You know who gave me these bottle caps? Pogs. Dick Tasty.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> David.
3: Ah, uh, good. All right. That's a long one.
1: I, I'm not optimistic about this one at all. No? Nope. All right, whatever. Jason can back me up on it. Right, Jason? Hell yeah. Right? Mm hmm. All that. That wrongdoing.
3: That no, because
1: he's trying to he's trying to use I mean, prestidigitation to, digitation know, to just, get yeah. us to see, see. He makes us look somewhere else with his vocal f- stuff, and then he. It's uh, like,
3: uh, like uh, Doug Henning.
1: Yes, <laughs> it's like Doug Henning.
3: <laughs>
1: Who, what magician can I pick out of my hat that probably not many people will know? Oh, Doug Henning. He's great. And he he married yeah. Mary Lou
2: <laughs> dude what's hilarious is uh, you think about that like those pop culture references that mean something to us but would leave people blank like that that's right up there just like Rich Little like I think if you made a Rich Little yes. joke now people would be like I what the fuck
0: they're
2: like oh you mean the dude who used to do what Frank Caliendo does oh cool yeah. Oh, Jesus.
1: at least David got my Mary Lou Henning yes <laughs> <laughs> David Jason's just kind of like, I, I'm not paying attention to that. Okay. I don't care.
2: No, I mean, I got it. I just didn't...
1: You just didn't care?
2: No, I, I, it's not that I didn't care. I didn't, like, you didn't think it was... It either happens or it didn't.
1: You didn't think it was uh, worth a comment. That's okay. We're cool.
0: It's. Not, We're... I don't think it was worth
2: a comment. I was letting the, I was letting the joke breathe. <laughs> Jeez. All right, everybody. We will be back. I don't know when,
1: but we'll be back. Mmm... Because we did the six for the month, didn't we? Sure. Yeah, we're good. Uh, well, so we may be back on Thursday. Who knows? Well, yeah. In nice. the meantime, go to all the socials. Take care of yourself. Wear a mask. Be safe. Be good. And uh, remember, if you're not registered to vote, get registered to vote. Damn oh, you. Well,
2: yeah, what are you waiting for? It's yeah. easy
1: to check. You even if you don't, just go on to Google. Say, "How do I check if I'm registered to vote?" And okay. something will come up. You got to have your driver's license. You put your your number in there. If you don't have a driver's license, I don't know how you do it, which is kind of weird because Mia doesn't have a driver's license. And so now that's the basis by which many things are unlocked in this country, is the driver's license. Now so here you go. Do this. Okay, he's got one website.
3: This website for you, betterknowaballot dot com. B e t t e r k n o w a b a l l o t dot com. That's the that URL. Will you everything to know on how to find out how to vote in your state. Nice.
0: That's it for that one.